0: 167.
1: Oh, that's a lot of episodes. A lot of
0: episodes
1: of Spanish announced table podcast. A podcast about pro professional wrestling. It is June 29th, 2017, and there's only two of us here yet again. It's me and Scotty this week.
0: Just rotating, rotating hosts at this a point. Of, a
1: lot of two man shows lately, which isn't the worst thing. I thought me and Boris did okay last week.
0: Yeah, you guys are pretty good. Thank you. <laughs>
1: Thank you for that. I appreciate
0: it. Yeah, it's always nice when the other host is like, oh, I listened to it. was good.
1: Good. Um, yeah, I was off my game last week a little bit because I fucked up the kayfabe on one, that one thing and I had to do the edit. Yeah. Whew. Boy, was there egg on my face.
0: What's but. funny is I've stopped that kayfabe. I'm not going to break it here, but I now don't... Like, when I hang out with him...
1: Like, you always used to call him Colton Kelly. Yeah, and now uh, I call
0: him by his real name now hmm. because we're friends. Yeah.
1: That's probably for the best, though. It is. It's always a little weird when you'd call him.
0: It's weird when I hang out with his other friends, and then I'm, like, rocking the gimmick. Right. So. Hey, you ever watch Sleepaway Camp? No. You should watch it. If you like the Friday the 13th films, Mm -hmm. this is kind of like an homage to. Okay. Uh, And the first Sleepaway Camp is on YouTube because I Googled it today and I was like, I've never seen this, but I've always heard it's good. Are they they
1: older or are they like kind of newer? It's older.
0: It's like, you know, like, do you like the aesthetic of like the first couple Fridays where you're like, just the outfits, like the really short shorts? Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's the exact same thing kind of thing. But it's really good. The twist at the end will get you. And it's like. It's good. Hour 20 minutes. Like, it's a quick film.
1: Good. I might have to check that out then. Yeah,
0: I was watching it today, and I was like, I should let Warren know about this, because I felt like he didn't know about Sleepaway
1: Camp. I've, uh, I've kind of sort of fallen off the Friday the 13th a little bit. More so just taking a break.
0: Yeah, how far did you I, get into the films?
1: I think I finished seven.
0: You're okay to end here at this point. I
1: think, I think the last one I saw was the one where he comes back after being tied to the rock under the water. Which I, I think, think that's seven,
0: six or seven. I think that's seven. Is it? Yeah. Okay. Because so I that think seems eight right. is, oh no, that's nine. Nine is Jason Takes Manhattan. Which, ten is in space.
1: Yeah. Jason X, right?
0: Yeah. Jason X. Yeah. Which, like, I don't even really consider part of this series. <laughs> if it isn't Hockey Mass, Jason, I'm not in. That's
1: fair. Um, all right. Well, yeah. I maybe maybe come October I'll, I'll
0: pick yeah. that back up and get into the Halloween series. That is a series that actually freaks me out a little
1: bit. That's Michael Myers, right? Yeah. I think I've seen most, if not all, of those already.
0: Like you know how the music is kind of fun, like, or you get into it, like you know when kills yeah. are going to happen in yeah. Friday. Yeah, 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 yeah. The music in Halloween actually scares me. Like yeah. the new
1: ones are ridiculously scary.
0: The Rob Zombie ones. Yeah, yeah. Like especially with the kid,
1: that kid is fucked. Yep. Oh,
0: And it's crazy, the first Rob Zombie remake, Halloween, came out 10 years ago. Actually, it's yeah. been that long? Yeah, 2007. Holy, we're old. Yeah, it's crazy to think like, because <laughs> I was like, oh, the Halloween remakes, those are both pretty recent. Like, no. No, that first one's 10 years ago. Oh,
1: God, I thought would have thought it was like four years ago.
0: Because they're already thinking about doing another remake of Halloween, not Rob Zombie. Someone else will get it.
1: They should bring back, you know what they should do? Freddy versus Jason 2.
0: Yeah, I think people would, uh... Because well, I think
1: that first one was pretty dope for its time, but, but now... You don't have
0: a Freddy. That's Robert England is past.
1: That's true. You could CGI it enough, though.
0: Maybe. They I don't know. There's young... a lot of charm to Robert England as Freddy. Like That's all the one-liners. Funny. Where yeah. Jason, you can just have any hulking big body.
1: That's a good point.
0: Don't have your horror movie villains talk. That's a downfall. That's,
1: it's, you're setting yourself up for failures. Just like wrestling.
0: Is. Don't let them talk. <laughs>
1: um all right well uh what's uh what's new we haven't seen you in a couple weeks yeah so it feels, uh, feels a little cold around here do you feel that you feel a little cold in here
0: yeah it is cold you it's, got ac
1: it's like uh it's kind of like hell is frozen over a little bit
0: why do you say that
1: well, i don't know why don't you tell us what happened in the last week
0: oh i got my learners yesterday
1: mother of
2: god
0: oh god <laughs> Yeah, uh, I studied like crazy the day before too, yeah. and like it was the first time in my life I ever had like test anxiety. So it's good. It's all just part of me trying to get my life back together and it's good, man. Be hey. uh, be an adult and a functioning person. So it's,
1: that's good. So when are you when are you gonna start taking? Li- what are you gonna do with your parents? Or like, yeah, what's your plan?
0: I'm uh, probably gonna this weekend hop behind the wheel and drive around a parking lot kind of thing.
1: Get to start and then and then go from there. Yeah.
0: So good. Yeah, it's, I don't have an ID right now, which kind of sucks. I was like, oh yeah, because they give you that paper. Yeah, I was it. like, oh man. Like in one sense, it's cool. I got like my address changed because it was like my old apartment and wrong phone number and stuff sure. like that. So it's good. I got like a correct ID now. I got a haircut, looking all spiffy. Just
1: cleaning everything up. Eh? Just
0: cleaning my life up. That's good. So.
1: That's good. Well, congrats on the learners. How uh, how close was it? Like, Last you... question, oh, man. Good. That's and the way I, I got it too.
0: I pulled the Warren Barris.
1: Did you text somebody? I was gonna ask you that when you told me. I'm like, did you cheat? And then I'm like, oh, I'm not
0: even gonna ask. I only you. had to on one question and it was just a road sign I was really shaky on. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, is this like uneven uneven pavement? It's bumpy road. Who did you text? My mom.
1: Had a boy. You just sent she the. she cool- helped? Yeah. Like knowingly that this yeah. is going, ah, fucking right. That's good. Parents are great when they help out.
0: And then okay, so it comes down to the last question, literally last question. It's either fail yeah. or we get it. Right. We get it, but the servers are really slow. So it takes a while for it to pop up, whether it was correct or whatever. So it goes white. Then it flashes correct. I'm like, yes. And then I wait. It flashes like, you have passed. I stand up and I pop off. I'm like, fuck yeah, let's go. <laughs> Everyone, in registry, every,
1: <laughs> Everyone in the registry. You don't want
0: none. You don't want none. Everyone in the registry like stops and looks at me. And the lady's like, you passed? Like real, like yeah. I was like, "What do I do now?" Because normally I just awkwardly leave. Like I normally just <laughs> yes, try to true. leave without anyone yeah, seeing me. That
1: was always the worst. We had to just like, <laughs> line us your way
0: out of there. It's real demoralizing. Do 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 do. Sad Charlie Brown music plays. So yeah, I got <laughs> it, and then uh, I went to work. Nice. So good. Yeah.
1: Well, congratulations. Well done.
0: Indeed, I'm trying to think of other things that happened while I wasn't on the podcast. I went to mm. Night of Champions. PWA.
1: Oh, you did go. Hey, I didn't actually make it out to that. Yeah.
0: Uh, I was there for everything except for the two cage of cage matches. Mm-hmm. I had a thing and I had to leave. Um, pretty good card. Yeah. Um, that tag team match at the beginning, I don't want to call the Millennial Rebels spot monkeys, <laughs> but I never saw, like, you know the Undertaker dive? Yeah. Reed Matthews I, did it.
1: I heard. I heard. I've
0: never seen that that boy fly like that. <laughs> like, it was crazy.
1: Yeah, I'm very excited to see film of that. Uh, MRB did a crazy spot that Boris sent us in GIF form Yeah, well. It was like a 450, but one more. So like a 540, is that what that is? 450 plus one.
0: Next for 180, right?
1: 80. So that's not 540.
0: It's like uh, a 630.
1: Sure. I, I don't know. I'm not up to date on my flip for numbers. But anyways, he did a full two flips and then landed. It was insane. I've never seen that before.
0: He's an innovator.
1: The man is an innovator, which is good. Um, well, good. I'm glad you had fun.
0: Yeah, it was at good that
1: show. I uh, I had to miss it for reasons, which I'll explain when I talk about my week. But you got anything else that you want to?
0: Uh, WWE house show is pretty good. Yeah. Uh, I spent most of my night playing Watch Warren. Yeah. How was just, that? It was good. I could do just. I had the perfect angle to see. Like anytime they spilt out to the outside and came near like your corner, I was right. like. Does Warren get a high five kind of thing? <laughs> More often than not, you did. Yeah, uh, I spoiled did. money in the bank. We talked about that.
1: Yeah, we did talk about that. That was... Oh,
0: I also like how I was like, Scott didn't say sorry. I totally said sorry. I felt pretty <laughs> shitty. I was like, oh, no.
1: You didn't immediately say sorry is what I meant to say. Because it
0: didn't click that I fucked up. <laughs> I
1: know. And then when we told you, you just laughed.
0: Well, what like what am I supposed to do? <laughs> Would you rather I just cried? <laughs> like...
1: Oh, uh, that was great. That was good. Vintage Scotties. is what that is.
0: So I'm hoping I don't fuck that up for future (laughs) (laughs) pay-per-views. And aside from that, I'm just the lord of the cats recently. Uh, I guess you don't use Instagram very much. Um, I just walk around my neighborhood right now. Mm. uh, Go on old walkie walks, if you know what I mean. And just random cats come up to me and want pets. Like they'll leave their yard to come to me. Cat whisperer. Yeah, so. Good. Yeah, You
1: should start a cat walking Service. Cats <laughs> need walks. Is that a thing? No, not I mean, really.
0: Most walks. of these cats, are, I think, are outside cats. So ah. they're, they're pretty friendly yeah. and pretty ballsy. They
1: just hang out. And find, yeah. Ooh, somebody's coming. Ooh.
0: Yeah, it's pretty easy. And then I like you like if they look at me, I just make the noise. Yeah. You know what noise I'm talking about? Nope. But
1: please do it. Ah, okay. Yes, I do know that. Yeah. yeah and
0: okay. then they come. And Good. it's Pretty dope. Good. Uh and then gonna get Crash Bandicoot tomorrow. The new one? Uh it's. The old ones.
1: But the remastered ones? Yeah, it's all three of
0: them for like 50 bucks.
1: But they're also doing a new installment, right? Yeah,
0: there's supposed to be a new one. I think that this is to gauge people's interest to see if they truly want to do a new Crash.
1: I was reading something today that they're even thinking about putting that on Xbox at some point. Yeah, it's supposed to show up
0: like October or something like that.
1: I might try. I never played them originally because I I didn't get PlayStation until PS2. Yeah,
0: and by then Crash was kind of old news at that point.
1: So I missed it, but... I mean, it always looked like a fun game. Yeah, it's
0: a fun zany thing.
1: I very much enjoyed Crash Bandicoot Racing.
0: Oh, yeah. Everybody loves that. was
1: a fun-ass game.
0: Everybody loves cr- Crash Team Racing. Yeah. Good old CTR. Uh, anything else? Uh, No, I th- I think I should be good.
1: All right. Um. Oh, it's been a week. It's been a week for me, Scotty. Let me tell you. Let me tell you something, brother. Uh, Saturday. I was, uh, my father has a weird, like, infection in his knee.
0: Okay.
1: Uh, so he's in the hospital getting it treated. They have to, like, he has to go in there and get it, like, a daily IV because the infection was pretty bad, but not, like...
0: Like, did they drain it?
1: They did. Okay. Yeah, but they had to get the IV in him, like, antibiotics IV'd because the infection had spread so much that they just wanted to IV it, so it's okay. taken care of. Yeah,
0: just nip it in the bud. So kind it's of? really
1: not that serious, but because it's on his knee and it's his right knee, once that packaging and like the tape and the gauze is all in there he can't really bend it yeah so driving is kind of tough for him
0: just doing anything like he couldn't even go upstairs probably sure. probably tougher to get upstairs
1: so he uh you got a ride there from somebody and then i said i'll pick you guys up and bring you back and we'll have supper and then i'll go to pwa because it was on saturday so we do that and i pick him up and everything's good we're driving down white avenue on our way to uh the sherwood park and i'm stopped in the left lane because two cars in front of me are turning left and boom, I got fucking rear ended.
0: No way.
1: So, and it's the first time I've ever been outside of when I hit the, when I hit the short bus on my way to school the first time I was driving, but that's a story for another day. Uh, It's the first time I've ever been involved in like any sort of a actual collision uh, where I'm driving. So I'm like, immediately I turn because my dad's in the passenger seat. So immediately I turned to him like, you good because i was so afraid that he like smoked his knee on like the console or something but he was fine my mom's in the back seat she's good i'm good everybody's good okay because it really wasn't a super big hit but it was enough that it like it moved me and the car moved and like it's just jarring right so all right put her in park and then i'm like i have no idea what i'm doing so i like ask my dad i'm like so what do i do (laughs) he's like i'll just take this take your insurance and the and the registration and your id and take it back and get hers and we'll take pictures and stuff. So I did and we exchanged information and um, (laughs) she, uh, I didn't even realize this really until afterwards, but her date of birth was March 29th, 2001.
0: Jesus.
1: She got her license two weeks ago. She just turned 16 and got her license and she hit me two weeks later in her father's vehicle. And I felt really bad for her because she was like crying and stuff too, and I'm like, "Hey, it's all good. Nobody's hurt. Like, whatever. Don't worry about it." But I'm
0: sure you know, that's very confidence breaking.
1: Afterwards, yeah, I was just like, "Fuck, no wonder," because you get your license, and then two weeks later, you get in a fucking yeah. You're
0: like, "Do I even want to drive?" Like,
1: <laughs> it was so startling though to see the, the two thousand and one, and I had to be like. Can she even legally drive? Like, how old? And I'm like, yeah, okay, I guess that's 16. And then I realized that she got her license two weeks before, which sucks. But anyways, that's why I didn't feel I had no motivation after that. I was like, you know what? I'm just going to hang out with my parents, eat some fucking don't air, which we did. And then I had no motivation to go anywhere.
0: That's fair. That's very jarring.
1: Yeah. It was okay. Everything's fine.
0: All right. Anything else happening in your week?
1: Ah. That's just Saturday. You said, what a week. That's just Saturday. Uh, I I have a new co-host that I can officially talk about now because now everything's out in the open as far as work goes for me. So McCord, my co-host, which I've talked about many a times on this podcast. Good guy. He's having a child in December and is also moving to the morning show because Paul Brown, who I think I've also talked about on this podcast, Got fired. or No, not fired. He left in December. And anyway, so he's moving there. And then I'm getting a new co-host. He is not a wrestling fan, but he is a MMA fan. He's a big UFC guy. So I've given myself, as I was telling you before the podcast, I've given myself four months to get this guy into wrestling and if I can't do it in 4 months or less then I've failed myself as a as a wrestling fan.
0: And that's what we we're talking about. It's the perfect time if he's an MMA guy with right. the Brock Lesnar draw. Which
1: is why I went 4 months. Normally I probably would have gone 6-8 months for anybody else because he already has a base knowledge of like
0: combat sports. And
1: combat sports and it's going to be a lot easier for me to just transition him into like hey, Brock Lesnar's on Raw this week. You should probably watch it. Just just check it out. So watches three
0: hours for Brock to show up for five (laughs) minutes,
1: and then he won't show up because I'll tell him weeks that Brock isn't there just to get him watching. (laughs) That's called a swerve, Toby. They swerve somebody. His name's Toby, and I can't not think of Toby Flenderson. It's very, very tough for me. I want to call him like
0: Toby Flenderson.
1: No, dear God, no, no.
0: Have you seen that episode yet? Yeah, I'm on the. Season, I'm gonna finish season eight and then I'm gonna wait to watch season nine together or something. Good, so
1: you're getting there, man. Yeah, getting into the shit.
0: It's uh, after Michael leaves, it's definitely a different show.
1: It is, it's still like your still core good. pieces are there, yeah, but but yeah, Michael leaving is a big blow to that. It, it kind of becomes
0: the at home show there for a little bit, yeah, but but I like, like Andy, so that's totally okay, and
1: me too. Uh, but it gets weird because then he had to go film one of the Hangovers at some point, so he ends up like not being there for a big chunk of it, and it's like, why the fuck would you have made him the manager yeah. if he's, he's gonna fucking bail on? I that? just
0: don't like Nelly. Who's Nelly? Uh, the British lady.
1: Oh yeah, I'm not from a big like fan Tallahassee, either. and then yeah, she comes yeah, yeah, back yeah, to yeah, Scranton yeah. with them all, the one with the big old boobies. Yeah, not a big fan either.
0: No, she's just a big old cunt. <laughs> I haven't been on the pod in a while, man. All right. I'm vulgar. I'm jaded by the world.
1: (laughs) Uh, That's pretty much all I got. I watched all the wrestling this week. Oh, I watched Glow. Do you watch Glow? No, I haven't yet, but I've heard a lot of very good things, and it is on my list. It is
0: 10. Like, the worst thing was I was watching it, I was getting really into it. And then, like, I didn't realize episode 10 was the last episode, and they do like an extended kind of credits thing. And I was like, they didn't do this on the other episodes, and then it just boots back to the Netflix menu. And I was like,
1: "That's the worst."
0: Oh, it's over. What the fuck? But like, yeah, it's really good.
1: I've heard um, rumors that there is nudity in this program. Yes, there is. Does Allison Brie get naked in this program? Yes, she does. Uh, topless, topless. That's all I need, baby. You've and like, watch community, Were you yeah, community. Oh,
0: that was it, that was a nice oh. thing about her being in this was like, cool. Now I can just say like. Not just Annie from Community. She's got something else. I know her for now.
1: One like who? Awesome Kong's. Awesome
0: Kong's a main character. John
1: Morrison makes an appearance. Every
0: okay. uh, Without spoilers. Yeah, Carlito Brodus, Christopher Daniels, and Kazarian are in one scene. Right. All Joey Ryan, all the Alex Riley, all the actual wrestlers are only there for like one episode.
1: Just, yeah, like, they're probably wrestling or something. Yeah,
0: they're, like, you know? the girls are, like... Because the story of GLOW is, like, it's actresses learning to wrestle kind of thing. Yeah. And that's yeah, what yeah. it was for the most part in real life, too. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, I mean, there are some liberties taken with the story, but that's for entertainment purposes. But there also is a documentary about GLOW on Netflix, yeah. too, if you want to check that out and get more of the history side. but
1: I wonder if uh, any of the... Oh, not any. I'm sure they did some. But I wonder how much... Actual in-ring wrestling training the actors for the Glow series yeah. had to do for this TV show.
0: Yeah, like, I uh, wonder on that. Because like it like know. does look like they're bumping a fair amount. Like,
1: they'd have to do a certain amount. But is it just like a, here's how to bump. You probably only have to do this once or twice throughout the show. Or is it like they spent hours <sighs> learning the base level of the craft? Yeah. Like The thing I'm thinking of is that if this is popular enough, which I think it is very I- popular already...
0: I think it's orange is the new black style popular.
1: Does the WWE go out of their way to bring in an Allison Bree to wrestle a match at WrestleMania?
0: Ooh, I don't or, know.
1: Or does this open a door for Awesome Kong to have some sort of a run, some sort against of comeback Nia Jax or something?
0: Awesome Kong was great. Her character, like her wrestling gimmick in the show, she was the Welfare Queen. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. I like that.
1: I'm and excited it, to watch that show. There's I a nice Bailey that.
0: joke in there too. Is there? It's like. I, the like director's like, I can't film you guys doing the hugging spot all day. And one girl's like, what if your gimmick is hugging? And then it's just a quick cut.
1: Good. Yeah, I'm excited to watch that show. Yeah, check it out.
0: It's really good. I, re- I recommend it for everybody.
1: Good. All right. Um. Yeah, I got nothing else. I watched all the wrestling this week. NXT, oh, nice. SmackDown, Raw, not 205.
0: I, didn't, I only got half of 205 Live. I don't have notes on it. I was watching Sleepaway Camp today instead. That's fine.
1: That's fine. I don't think anybody comes to our podcast for the groundbreaking 205 Live Although
0: Gulak does have a new thing where it's like, safe and sound, feet on the ground.
1: <laughs> That's pretty
0: good. And it's just like, damn Gulak, you're coming up with great stuff for this anti- Yep. And from what I saw when he was wrestling with Staff Ali, he went up to the toe, like the middle rope. Like teased it. And he had super shaky knees. And then I think he got down. Nice.
1: It's good. That's a it's a brilliant thing to run as a gimmick. As like in the cruiserweights where you're known for the high yeah. flying. If you're the I'm not going to be a high flying guy, it's genius.
0: And like it's not like Neville where you're just like, oh, I'm not gonna do the high flying stuff to take it away from the fans. He's just straight up like, it's unsafe. We're all gonna hurt ourselves. <laughs> like it's such a great little gimmick. Uh, I love it.
1: Good. All right. Uh, anything else before we jump into the news?
0: No, I think we're good. All right, let's do it. And now. Spanish announced Table News.
1: Scotty. I almost called you Scotty Lynch, which is fucking <laughs> super weird. Well, uh, brother of Brando. It's because I'm so used to saying Brandon Lynch when Have that music plays. you ever called music it
0: Boris Lynch?
1: No, I haven't done that one yet, but I'm sure it's a matter of time at this point. Would you like to do the news?
0: Yeah. Uh, so Chris Daniels lost the Ring of Honor world title at Best in the World last Friday against Cody Rhodes.
1: Now, to me, as a person who does not watch ROH, I follow it. For the big events such as this, so I know when stuff like this happens, it seemed to me, and correct me if I'm wrong, it seemed like that was a very short run for Chris Daniels. It was. Was it always kind of, was everyone kind of expecting him just to be like a time holder until they can get somebody else there, or were people kind of surprised by this?
0: I thought he was going to hold it for a little bit longer because they made it seem like, oh, Chris Daniels finally gets the sure. Ring of Honor World Championship. That's what I thought, too. And maybe that was the whole point, was just let him get it for a couple months.
1: Just to say that he had it. Yeah.
0: Because, yeah. like, not to be mean, Chris Daniels is in great shape and still puts on great matches. But he is getting up there in age. So
1: Is he over 40?
0: I think he is over 40.
1: So is he? what do you think happens with him now? Does he go back to... Cavs
0: or well, him and Cavs are still like, are they buds. Always? yeah, okay, because even when there was that whole like, Jesus, what
1: he's 47 years old,
0: yeah, yeah, wow,
1: <laughs> I didn't know he's that, I thought he was like maybe Jericho was, like 43,
0: 44. He, and isn't that crazy? Like, you wouldn't have thought Ooh. Daniels was 47, he doesn't look or move like he's 47, he's
1: only like a few years younger than The Undertaker,
0: and exactly, you look at Undertaker <laughs> and it's like, man. That guy's uh, banged up.
1: I mean, Undertaker is bigger, obviously, but still, that's fucking insane. Wow. Well, good for him. So, Cody is the new champ. Well, what did you think of?
0: It was good. Everything. I enjoyed it. Um, it's all part of Bullet Club being the big superpower, yep. right? Because I think that they didn't have time to do the Adam Cole versus Kenny Omega feud. So, now I think it's going to be Cody versus Omega is what they're going to try sure. to do. Yep. So, this establishes Omega, or sorry, Cody to the level that Adam Cole was because he had held the Ring of Honor title three times.
1: Did you watch that video that I tagged you in on Facebook of them shopping at what assumes? Finally found the figure.
0: Oh dude, you gotta get it. The Stardust Mutant Uh, picks up Roman Reigns
1: and then grabs the NXT title and says this is for
0: Adam Cole. Yeah, let's get this for Adam Cole. He will be missed. May he rest in peace. May he rest in peace, yeah. Because Adam Cole is apparently <laughs> NXT bound. That's what I've heard.
1: There was another NXT, speaking of which, whilst we're on the news, there was another NXT debut, a guy who I've heard you talk about many a times. Robert Fish.
0: Bobby Fish debuted? Oh, did
1: you not know that? Didn't no. spoil that for no, you. No, that's fine. All right.
0: A gunner debuted tonight too at a house show for uh, for the next. Did he? Yeah. But Robert Fish. Yep. That's awesome. Uh, Bobby Fish, how old is Bobby Fish? He's got to be getting up there, too.
1: Bobby Fish is 37. Okay. He'll be 38 in October. Okay. Uh, what, what should I know about this guy other than he was in a tag team called the Red Dragons? Yeah,
0: no, just Red Dragon. Red Dragon. Um, they were, like, kind of a, an MMA style. Like, they did, like, lots of knee bars and stuff like that, arm okay. bar style holds. Um, He has kind of like Daniel Bryan style kicks. Okay. Uh, similar to a lot of people, I guess, on the indies, uh, and he's a really good talker. He's got a mustache. He wears a mouth guard. On um, Ring of Honor, he had his own little interview segment called the Shark Tank. <laughs>
1: I like that. It's not bad.
0: No, I think it was called the Fish Tank.
1: That would make a lot more yeah, sense. Yeah, yeah, F- right. the Fish Tank. tank.
0: And it, like, it had a really crappy GIF, like graphic, where like a fish would like be floating and stuff like that. Really good talent. Hell of a talker. Like, he's a guy who. His promos alone will sell you, I think.
1: Now, here's my idea. And and this is not a spoiler because I haven't read anything. I don't know how he debuted. I don't know who he debuted yeah. against. I don't know who he worked. I just know he's there. What if, because the rumors are still swirling, what if, let's say, Bobby Fish is on NXT for the next couple weeks and gets continually beaten the shit out of by, like, the Authors of Pain or somebody that's a two-on-one, and that's how you bring in Kyle O'Reilly?
0: Oh, man. man. The internet, like those style of internet, Ring of Honor, New Japan fans would pop so hard if Kyle did the run out to save Bobby. That would be actually not bad at all. And
1: then you, you don't have to keep them together for forever. Just and let also, do a little like, run. And
0: Kyle's supposed to be NXT bound as well. That's the rumor. And yeah. I like you know sometimes when guys get signed, their pro wrestling T stores will close. I think I saw Kyle make a tweet being like, hey, guys, my store is only open for like another month and a half or something. Uh, Buy them while you can.
1: Uh, Kyle O'Reilly is only 30.
0: Yeah. Kyle O'Reilly is also Canadian.
1: Uh, yes. Delta, British Columbia. Yeah. Good for him. Oh, there you go. I'm glad that I got to break that news to you. Yeah, that's cool. Bobby
0: Fish. Bobby Fish. Robert Fish. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, anything else news-wise that you saw? Uh, there's that girl for the Mae Young Classic who got announced yes. from New Zealand.
1: New Zealand-based wrestler Evie. Yeah, oh. Or Evie. Yeah, Evie. Evie. Is it Evie?
0: Yeah, we had talked about her, but I didn't really know what Evie looked like. Hmm. And it turns um, out she's a cross between Bailey and Ruby Riot.
1: Company announced on the WWE New Zealand Twitter account that Evie, now known as Dakota Kai, will be part of the women's tournament, a.k.a. the Mae Young Classic.
0: Um, is there any
1: other new names on here that we haven't talked about yet?
0: Kimberly's now Abby Lath, Right. Which I don't like. Uh,
1: and spelled A-B-B-E-Y, which I really don't like. Wasn't there somebody else that got added since last week? Or am I making that up? I don't know. Was the, uh, Blanchard? Was she already in there?
0: Yeah, Tessa Blanchard was already in there. Okay. Same with Thea Trinidad.
1: Yes. Okay, well, I think we're go. up to date on our Mae Young
0: Classic stuff.
1: They're getting there. Slowly but surely um alberto del rio and Paige are still together yeah it seems
0: i had broken the news to you guys that they were broken up but apparently they just had a really big spat mm. at impact wrestling
1: <laughs> it would have been probably for her in her best interest to have ended that relationship but Did, do we ever see her on wwe again or is I, is I don't it done? think so i think i'm starting to think that way too
0: what I just think that they want her to be healed up enough where it doesn't look bad on the company for releasing someone All right, who's Um, still hurt kind of thing.
1: Here, uh, I'll read you this because it's your favorite wrestler of all time. God damn it, Ryback.
0: Scott, (laughs) damn you, Ryback News.
1: No, it's not. It's not. It's actually your favorite wrestler of all time. Scott Steiner recently took part in a media conference call to promote Sunday's Slammiversary pay-per-view. He said, quote... Paul Hogan is a piece of garbage. End quote.
0: He also in that called uh, Paul. He called him Triple H Paul McMahon, and he said, "Yep, that's, that's right. I'm calling him Paul McMahon because Stephanie wears the pants." Ooh, and it's just like, "God damn, Scott Steiner, Ooh. you're the man."
1: Man, don't give no fucks anymore.
0: Did he ever? Well, give that's
1: them? a very good point. I guess that's yeah, <laughs> very true. Ah, uh, that's all for the news. I got. I don't see anything else new on here. So, yeah, screw it. Anything else pops, to talk about.
0: Mister Pogo died. I know Boris would like us to mention that. I don't. Did the deathmatch wrestler in Japan. Oh, it was. Okay. It was not very talked about news.
1: Was he younger guy or older? no?
0: I think he was getting up there.
1: Sixty six. Was there one specific match that he was well-known for or just like a crazy person that did death matches? Just and,
0: crazy death match. I'm right. sure Boris will be like, no, nah, this one match stands out.
1: Mr. Pogo. That's a good name. I like that. Did he bounce a lot? Like a pogo stick?
0: Yeah, I would assume so. I assume that was his gimmick. Maybe he came out with a pogo stick. Good.
1: All right, let's talk about, and boy, do we have some things to talk about Monday Night Raw.
2: The
1: don't take the fall the in los angeles california a wonderful place to be you ever been to Staples center before i've never been to the states ah yes well then it's a nice place. I've been there. Actually, no, I never did go there. I take that back. I've never been in the Staples Center. Disregard everything I just said. It might be a shithole. For what arena
0: were you thinking you were in? I went to Anaheim. But oh, it, the Honda Center.
1: It was yeah. Well, at the time, it was the Duck Pond. The
0: uh, Arrowhead. Was it, was duck it still pond. owned by Disney? Oh yeah. It, yeah, I was yeah, still the Mighty was, Ducks of Anaheim, not the Anaheim Ducks.
1: I was ten and twelve when we went there. The two times that I went, I think. Okay. Anyways, uh, we were The reason I was confused because. My dad gave me the choice. Do you want to go the second time we went? Do you want to go see a Ducks game or do you want to go see the Lakers play? And I, like an idiot, chose the Ducks again, who were shitty at that time. And they played like the Columbus Blue Jackets, and there was like 600 people in that building.
0: Back when the Blue Jackets had, had like nobody.
1: Meanwhile, Shaq and Kobe are <laughs> down the street tearing it up.
0: <laughs> That's the worst thing is that you look, I you're like. hate myself for that. Man, I could have seen all these guys in their prime.
1: Idiot. Idiot. Anyways. Uh, The show opens with Roman Reigns coming to the ring, accepting Braun Strowman's challenge to an ambulance match, Great Balls of Fire. He promised to take Strowman straight to hell, but was interrupted by an ambulance backing into the arena. Did you, like me, think Scott Steiner was coming out? No. Because it was the exact same siren. Exactly That's exactly the, the same. Is that, like,
0: for the most part, you can't copyright a siren? Yeah, I know. So, like, yeah. Scott Steiner's themes everywhere have sounded relatively the same. Just need the, the siren. And then what just some need? guitar with a distortion of pedal.
1: Uh, Reigns went to investigate like an idiot. And then Strowman jumped him from behind. Strowman beat up Reigns, tossed him into the side of the ambulance, and then into the back door. It was a good bump. Door. It was a great bump. Like, it looked really, really good.
0: I also want to give props to Roman the past two weeks. His promos have been coming off. Like, I don't want to be like. He's a full-on heel. Nope. But he's coming off like a dick, and it's working.
1: Yep. He knows how to still be a face, but to piss off the people that don't like him.
0: It's even funny, too, where he goes, like, if hey, you guys just shut up, I'm going to say something you might like, right? And, and then like, he
1: says something, and they cheer, because it's, it's last like, week, Braun Strowman beat the shit out of me.
0: Yeah, which is funny. Like, I think right. he's aware that, like, people aren't super into him still. He's so got- he's into it
1: yeah he's got his finger on the pulse of what he needs to do which is great I'm happy for him I think he's going to lose this match but that's all right uh Eli Sampson came out to give a concert with Seamus and Cesaro sitting with him with microphones to which I immediately went what the fuck is going on right now
0: I'd seen that screenshot before I watched her and I was like oh god this could be the worst and
1: Cesaro was like Firing him up and like counting him in, and then like asking Seamus if he was ready. And then Seamus started laughing, and then the Hardy Boys music theme played uh before they could start singing. I'm not entirely convinced that these three guys went to the ring thinking that they were actually going to sing. Like, I am convinced that
0: somebody ribbed him? Yes, of thing? somebody
1: in the back was like, Here's the segment, you guys are gonna all go out there and sing, and then the Hardys are gonna come out. And that Seamus and Cesaro were probably like, well, fuck, we can't sing. Don't make us go out there. No, 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 that's what Vince wants. And then they play the music before they have to sing. That's just the way things went and the way they cheesily were like, oh, no, darn, we don't get to sing. Like, it just seemed like they weren't ready I for that it. That could
0: be very possible.
1: I, I don't know. I love
0: I, how people on social media were calling, like, the Balor or, like, Hardy's music into Balor the double pop. And I'm like, Really? Like, there are good themes, and people get excited when they hear sure. them, but the double pop like that, I don't know. Yeah. I think
1: Finn Balor is cooled off significantly. Yep. In in recent months slash weeks.
0: Well, like, obviously that main event scene is way too crowded, so him working with Elias isn't bad, but he can't lose to Elias. I know. <laughs> if he loses to Elias, he's fucking dead. Like, he's and dead in the water.
1: Elias, They've been doing such great things with Elias that I also don't want to see him lose. I... I, he should lose to Finn Balor. Don't get me wrong, but it's just like, why would you put these two together yeah. when I don't really think neither of them should be losing? It's
0: a bad time. pair when they're supposed to be pushing both guys. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's the Hardy Boys and Finn Balor against Samson, Sheamus, and Cesaro. Balor picked up the pinfall victory for his team after hitting the Coup de Gras on Cesaro.
0: Not a bad match. It Let's was kind of short, though. Yeah.
1: I I don't know what they're doing with the Hardy Boys. No. Like I am rapidly losing interest in them because I in my mind, every time I see them, I'm like, oh yeah, you're still not doing that thing that I want you to do yet. Yeah. Like just let's get to it. When is it gonna happen so that I know when to start caring about you and, again? And it
0: feels just like the Dudleys run where it was like, Yeah, the Dudleys are back. And then you're like, Oh, you're just doing the nostalgic like thing?
1: Yeah. Which sucks because they came in so hot. Yeah. That Poppet Mania was unbelievable.
0: Yeah. They were like they were so hot last year and WrestleMania weekend. And they come to WWE and, like, not they got their balls cut off, but they just can't do the creative gimmick that they want to do that that made them really relevant again. Exactly.
1: And I think it's the biggest bonehead-eyed mistake that WWE could make if they don't pursue it and try and work out a deal with Anthem. Because, obviously, we've heard from the guy from Anthem, and he said, I'm open. They just got to call me and talk about it. We'll figure something out, and we'll work out a deal in which they can still use the thing. But WWE doesn't want to do it for whatever reason. It's like, why? 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 Yeah. Why would you sewer these guys? At some point, I think the Hardy Boys themselves need to go, okay, Vince, you need to go get this fucking thing because we're starting to stale out already. Yeah. And we came in so hot. It's it's time, right? And it's not you can't just keep them as the Hardy Boys and split them up again. I don't want to see that. I don't want to see Jeff do a singles run. I mean, I like Jeff. I've always liked Jeff. But I, I just... I wanna see broken. That's yeah. what I fucking want to see from these guys in the And WWE. even if
0: they're singles and broken, or Matt's broken and Jeff's doing his other thing on another brand. Sure,
1: sure. Yes, absolutely. But give
0: me Matt as broken because Matt was just so like brilliant with it.
1: I agree. Uh Gold Dust delivered another backstage promo and then uh made his classic Gold Dust return. He had the old school gold more gold than black. One suit as well. Yeah, that old
0: school jumper,
1: and he had his own cameraman dressed in all gold. To which I think Brando might have ejaculated a little bit at the prospect of somebody getting to do this job, because that's literally Brando's dream job. Other yeah. than being an actual cameraman for WWE, is that he gets to get in the ring and be a manager, but also be
0: the gimmick is you're the filmer, cameraman. Yeah,
1: like it's it's made for Brando, which is great. But
0: I I liked it.
1: Uh, I liked it. the camera guy is a great touch. Um, I think it's a gimmick that works really well for Goldust. This is a perfect place to do it in L.A.
0: Gives him something a little extra to make this possibly final run be a little more special.
1: Uh, It was a match between him and R-Truth. Finally, we're getting this match. The blow-off. Then Goldust jumped R-Truth before the bell, beat him down, and then left, which is fine. But the beatdown was super not impactful at all.
0: Wasn't satisfying if this is the blow-off. It's kind of, like, it's very lackluster and kind of shitty because you're just like...
1: He should have brought back the Golden Globes spot or whatever he called that kick to the nuts when his legs are on the ropes. Isn't the that corner. Shattered Dreams? Yes, that's the one I'm talking about. Yeah. Like, that. you need an impactful move is what they should have yeah. done instead of just to, like, I'm going to run you into the pole a couple but
0: times. Plus, like, if, just imagine, like, the pop in the Staples Center. Like, a pretty, pretty smart wrestling crowd for the most part. If he would have set him up in the corner. And as soon as he started doing the legs, everybody would have leaped out of their chairs and been like, no way. He's not going to actually, Oh, and that would have been a perfect thing where if next week our truth is like really gold dust, you kicked me there kind of thing. Mm. Like would have been a good way to keep it going versus if they're going to keep it going after this, you're like, that was a shitty beat down.
1: Like the first one when he turned on our truth was way worse than this. Yeah. And that one even wasn't even that bad. It just, this one sucked so much. Um, and also, you made a great point, too. Goldust is, like, crazy over. Like, yeah. Yeah, he got, I think, arguably, the pop of the night at the house show when he was here.
0: Yeah, I think Goldust got such a good pop. It was, like, almost a surprise. Like, we didn't expect yeah. him to be on the show.
1: And then even when he came out on Raw, like, people were popping. And they were, like, they love this guy because he's in, like, the he's, well, A, been around for forever. And, B, he's better now than he was when he first yeah. started. Right? He's
0: never been in better shape than this past, like, couple of year run.
1: So I think there's something there. They can do something with it. They can do get him to a mid-card title, maybe even hold a mid-card title, and then pass it on to a babyface, but they're already starting to ruin it, which worries me. Uh, all right. <laughs> yeah, here we go. It's time. Uh, it was announced earlier on Twitter, earlier in the day, I believe is where, I don't know, Brando saw it before I ever did, that uh, the Ball family was going to be involved on uh, Monday Night Raw. And in, in the Miz TV segment... And that is essentially what happened. Although it may have been wiped from the memory now that it has happened. Um,
0: it's like, this is like Katie Vick. Like it won't be on the, the record book or the it, archives. It was, never,
1: it was not referenced for the rest of the show. Like it was completely, and that's a sure sign because if they liked it, they would have shown it all night.
0: Well, they were going to have them sit like front row during the six yeah. man tag, but no. They just gone. They got them the fuck out of there and then apparently Vince and Kevin Dunn were losing their mind.
1: Well, rightfully so. We'll get to what happened, but um uh it started off with Miz in the ring and then he brings out uh Lavar and LaMelo, I think first. I'm not totally sure on who's what name.
0: The younger brother. We'll just yeah. we'll call him the younger. Uh,
1: So they come to the ring. LeVar did a funny run, which, I mean, the guy knows how to make an ass of himself in a good way that people will talk about him, so I'll give him credit on that. Um, But if you're going to come into a wrestling ring and you've been given guidelines on what you need to go out there and say and what the end goal of the segment is, don't fucking sewer the whole thing, because obviously the whole point of this segment was that Miz was assuming that he was going to be signed to the Big Baller brand, and then the dad ball was supposed to say, well, no, we, because they, they got halfway there, right? He said, ah, we need somebody a little bit, just a little bit higher than you. Somebody like Dean Ambrose. Except he didn't say somebody like Dean Ambrose. He never threw to Dean Ambrose so Dean Ambrose could come out and reveal, look, I'm wearing a big baller brand shirt. He just instead decided to fucking take a shirt off and start like, boy, you better stay in your lane. He went
0: into business for himself. Like, just, this is the best example of it.
1: God bless Miz, because I watched this segment back three times just so that I could look at it from every angle. And Miz tried so fucking hard to reel this guy in and get him to where he needed to go, and he refused to do it. And I don't think that was an accident. I think this guy sewered this thing on purpose. Yeah, yeah, he totally
0: tried to sabotage or go into business for himself kind of thing. Which is
1: ridiculous, because you were still getting the stroke. You had your shirts on mannequins in the ring on a live television broadcast.
0: You got the Intercontinental Champion at the time. Wait, uh, yeah. Is Ambrose holding the belt?
1: No, Miz is though.
0: Okay. Still, you got like you got Ambrose, who's a well known face, a top guy, quote unquote, for the company. It's
1: one of the bigger feuds on Raw. You yeah. were involved in the segment and he just fucking sewered it. So he then had they-
0: one line I liked though, where he was like, There's only two men who- better than me. That was pretty. And on both of them, like, if anyone said this, if Bobby Roode said that about (laughs) his own kids or something like that, like, that's a good line. Mm. But I hated this.
1: So then he brings out Lonzo, who was drafted second overall this year in the NBA draft by the L.A. Lakers. He then proceeds to announce that this is his first time in the Staples Center, which is where the Lakers play, in case you don't know. It's his first time in this building as an official Laker now that he's been drafted. So... My immediate thought is, 20 years from now, if this guy does pan out to be as good as he's supposed to be, we are going to look back and say, remember the first time he was in that building? In his home court. It was on this fucking segment where his dad was insane and his brother dropped two N-bombs.
0: His younger brother, too. Originally, I thought it was the dad who said it, and then I was like... It was the younger one?
1: Because eventually he started taking a shirt off, and I think that was the ultimate red flag where Vince or whoever in the back was like, hit Dean's, am- like, hit his music, get him out there, holy shit, we need to end this. So Dean goes out there and says like, well, he tries to talk, he and tri- then LeVar keeps cutting him off, so he doesn't know what to do.
0: <laughs> He's like, LeVar, you just keep doing your thing.
1: The cameras can't keep up because every time LeVar would cut him off, they would cut to LeVar, and then Dean would start talking, so they cut back to Dean, and then LeVar, and then... The whole thing it was just a train wreck. And then as Dean Ambrose music is playing, LaVar is in the ring with a shirt off doing the like, let's fight thing to the Miz. Doing the fisticuffs. And the younger one, uh, LaMelo says, beat that ends ass twice, twice.
0: The Miz is a white guy.
1: Directly into the microphone, which is not only broadcasting in the arena, but also on live fucking television worldwide. <laughs> you can't say that. And he knew. You could see him in the background that he's looking right at his brother, who, by the way, is laughing at him saying this, not not doing the right thing. In like, holy shit, man! Like, I'm I need to play basketball here. You can't sewer this for me. You don't say that. No, he's sitting there laughing his ass off at everything. This is horrible. This, and I knew this from the moment that Brando texted us. And said, this is going to be happening tonight. I knew that this was going to be the exact type of thing that if you tell your non-wrestling fan friends that you watch wrestling, this is the stuff they bring up. And yeah. like, how, how do you watch that shit? It's so stupid. And they're right. This was fucking stupid.
0: And having like a brother and like my parents who are pretty into the NBA, they hate LeVar Ball. Right, which is like, fine. Like they love a nice supportive parent story. But this guy, like, really seems like draft dad day. You know what I mean? Like you ain't seen your dad since ninety-two, and then he shows up on draft day and claims you always knew you were gonna be a Laker.
1: Ah, just... It's embarrassing. It w- I was embarrassed, I was cringed the whole time watching this. Just
0: I think that was maybe ah. one of the best text conversations me, you, and Brando had before it happened. Yeah. Where like Brando's like, this guy's gonna be on, and I didn't know who he was. I knew of the interview that he had, but I didn't know his sure. name. So I was like, uh is it bad I don't know who this guy is? Brando goes, no, I wish more people didn't know who he was, actually. And he wouldn't
1: be there in the first
0: place. So I go, oh, like, is he a sports star? And Brando's response is something along the lines of, like, kind <laughs> of, not
1: really. I mean, he played in the NBA, but he was fucking garbage. He less like averaged less than a point per game in his whole career. That's which garbage. Is, how do you do that in basketball? Uh, one bucket is two points. Yeah,
0: yeah, you're not even getting one. He probably rode the pine.
1: Well, definitely, but yeah this was just I hated every ounce of this from every angle you can look at it from a wrestling fan I was embarrassed from a sporting fan I was embarrassed yeah. from a fucking you know broadcasting standpoint I was the the whole thing was just a goddamn train wreck and I mean yeah the WWE put out a,
0: a a statement statement
1: saying we don't you know whatever they said it's their own opinion and doesn't reflect our values and whatever which is 100% true. It's not like this was a scripted thing. Yeah. Well, they like, told this was kid the to go out there to drop two
0: N-bombs. Obviously not. But
1: why did this kid have a microphone anyway?
0: And then Booker T killed him
1: like, <laughs> like, you wanted the family out there. I get it. It's the family and it's all three of them. Fine. Give the dad and the fucking NBA player the microphones and have the kid out there just to be out there and have fun. Why did he have a microphone? He didn't say anything outside of the N-bomb twice. Yeah.
0: Originally, I was like, you know what? Because I was like, why was the little brother necessary? Like, at all in the segment? And I was like, maybe he's a fan. This is before he dropped the end ball. So I'm just, I'm trying to just reason. I'm like, you know what? Maybe it's a really big moment for him to walk down the ramp and get in the ring, even though it's a Miss TV, just to be a part of the show. And then he did that, and I was like, nah, you have no respect for, for this program. And like, I didn't enjoy the other actor from Transformers on the six man tag earlier. I was also fucked. Because he was just promoting shit and really didn't seem like he liked wrestling. But at least he still stayed within the PG guidelines.
1: And they like started the match, went to commercial, came back from commercial. And this dude just fucking appears like and they don't even show him first. You're watching this match and you just hear this random fourth voice. Like the fuck is going? Who is that? That's not a wrestler. Who does that That's sound not one like? of
0: our normal commentators because at this point, we all know what everybody sounds what like. weird, weird decisions
1: were made this week on Raw, which is... This is
0: why sometimes I don't like when they go to LA. Oh, yeah. Because cause... they try to be like, we're in Hollywood. Yeah. Look at all these movie tie-ins. And I get that that guy is going to be in a film with Seamus for WWE films later this year. And Transformers just came out or is coming out. But fuck, man, do I hate not wrestling stuff in my wrestling. Yeah.
1: This was this was the worst of that too. I can tolerate some of it to a certain extent, and I love but how the balls have ruined
0: wrestling fans. Like we, nobody liked Bailey. This is your life, but at least that was a wrestling like storyline segment yes. where this was like a train wreck, like you said. Whew. All right, does this take the cake right now for worst segment oh, of the year?
1: Oh, it's going to be impossible to dethrone this thing. If this isn't the unanimous worst thing of the year, man, then we are in for a rough second like half of the, of the year.
0: Like dud of the year? Yes. I, I already have my dud of the year picked out.
1: How? You can't have... Like, okay, I've got a front hearts. runner.
0: i got a front runner it's that... It's
1: this. How is it not this?
0: Because I, I want to put Goldberg in WWE as my dud. That
1: was last year.
0: It was this year, too. Mania. He left... There was still a lot that of Goldberg this year. was a good match.
1: The one good match we had was at Mania. But the
0: whole run. It's my dud. No? Okay.
1: I mean, that is kind of dudish, but...
0: I always think outside the box. I bet you at the end of the year, because Brando doesn't listen to the pod, if I say Goldberg, Brando will be like, you're always thinking outside the box, Scott.
1: (laughs) All right. Can we feel better now? I feel better. Let's move it on. And and, and also, this is the last thing I'll say, because this is... Let's just not talk about that anymore. As wrestling fans, I think it's our responsibility to never reference this and pretend like it never happened.
0: Just drop it, from Because if you the talk memories.
1: about it on Twitter, if you tweet and use their name and talk, it gives them power, and fuck those guys. Fuck them. Yeah. I actually didn't have a problem with the, the basketball player. I mean, his dad's an idiot, but basketball player's just trying to play basketball. Nope, they can going all fuck off now. They've ruined it.
0: See, and You've because of this off. guy's dad and brother, I'm not an NBA guy whatsoever, but I am a very spiteful person. Yeah. And I hope this kid flops.
1: You come into my world and fuck around like that, you, you, you're you dead to me. You sound like
0: Jim Cornette. You're, you're like, dead to me. Killing the business. <laughs> Disrespecting <and> wrestling. <coughs> 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 That's
1: mine. Okay, good. Uh, they had a match with Miz, Bo Dallas, Curtis Axel against Rhino, Heath Slater, and Dean Ambrose. Bo Dallas uh, rolled up Rhino and got the pin. It was just, we just needed to get away from that segment. I
0: couldn't even enjoy this match based off the last segment. I'm
1: surprised they had Dean keep that shirt on, to be honest, because he wrestled the rest of the match with that shirt on. I'm surprised they didn't get in the ref's here in that commercial break and be like, get that shirt off.
0: Get Dean to just toss it into the fucking crowd. Fuck me.
1: All right. From really bad things into some pretty good things. Enzo Mori had an in-ring confrontation with Big Cass. He said he refuses to let the bond be broken before they have a chance to become tag team champions. Uh, He apologizes and says that everything that Cass had said the week before was true and there's some stuff that he has to work on, but he wants to work on it because they're brothers. Cass said he's ashamed of what he did last week and that Enzo is his brother and that he's sorry. Extends his hand. Enzo shook it. They embraced. Cass delivered his catchphrase. They left the ring together. They posed on the stage. And then Cass attacked Enzo yet again. Never pulling on him, the
0: stage.
1: Uh, Clotheslining him and then press slamming him down the ramp. Uh, and then after the break, Cass warned Corey Graves to stay out of his business as well, which I thought was a nice touch. But what did you think of this segment?
0: I uh, And even last week's segment, I liked both of them. Okay. And, like, it's funny. Being someone who does like the Enzo and Cass team, even though they are stale at times, when they were like, we're getting back together, and I was like, Yeah, like, yay, because, like, I want them to eventually win the tag titles, right? Or you would hope. Sure, yeah. So I was like, yay, kind of sucks that you're going back on what you did last week, but yay, right? Yeah. And both Enzo and Cass have been really believable in these promos last week and this week. Like, it comes off very genuine. Like, uh, Enzo owning all the things and saying, like, ah, I'm going to try to change and improve because I want to stay with you kind of thing. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I like all of this. Like, yeah. I have really zero complaints. It's nice to see Cass coming out of his shell. Like, that promo he had last week.
1: That was great. Oh, so
0: good. So good. Yeah. Um.
1: Even that little smile that he did this week when he went back into heel after he attacked him. Yeah. He has that look on his face where it's like, ooh, I don't like you all yeah. of a sudden.
0: And even, like, him getting engraved in his face, I'm like, all right, yep. like... Let's get this angle going.
1: I I really really liked the idea of the swerve of a. Uh, yeah, you're right. We should get back together and then no, I was kidding the whole time. Yeah,
0: nope, just fucking with you again. But there Enzo. was a
1: couple things that m- they could have made it so much better for me. Okay. Um. Like okay, going through the process of when Enzo first calls Cass out, Cass comes out to Enzo's music, to which I'm like, really? Yeah. You've been planning this angle for four weeks. And you haven't gotten this guy new music yet. You haven't
0: prepared a new music track yet.
1: But then you find out that he is remorseful, and it makes sense that he would still be using this music. So they had the foresight to let him keep the old music. Yeah. But they gave him new Titantron, and he comes out wearing a completely black, blank shirt. (laughs) yeah. Like, if you were really interested in getting back together, it should have still been the Enzo and Cass. Enzo shouldn't have come out with just Enzo Amore. And he should have still been wearing the Enzo and Cass shirt. Yeah. Because then it's like, wow, this guy's serious. Like he wants to get, from from the moment he walks out, you go, why is he wearing the shirt if he doesn't like this guy?
0: And it was funny because this is the thing I was the most excited about seeing on Raw this week. We're like, where do they do with Enzo and Cass? So I'm paying attention to everything. Like, oh, is that music even a little bit different? It's like, was that a little more distorted? I can't tell. Um, but like checking out the graphic and like, oh, just black boots, black trunks, like everything's basic, like black. You're like, whoa, you're you're legitimately going heel. And then you're like, oh, okay, the remorseful thing.
1: Yeah. Like, it just seemed like they did one. There was three details that you could have made that really would have sold me that I would have 100% bit on. Yeah, he's not going to attack Enzo. Like, they're actually back together. And they did one of the three. They did the music. But they then they changed his Titantron, and he came out wearing all black shit where I'm like, well, obviously, you're going to attack him at some point. And I didn't for a second believe that he wouldn't, even when they got to the top where we're walking up the ramp, and I'm like, no, it's still gonna happen at some point. And then it did. It just sucks. It could have been so much better. I didn't hate it. I didn't dislike it, but it just felt like they could have done a couple yeah. of things a little better to really sell it on me. But I'm uh, I'm okay with it. What do we need to do? A match? Is there a match to do on a payoff for this? Because to me cash should just destroy yeah. enzo so i don't really want to see that
0: i'd rather see enzo get written off tv for a month or two in a backstage attack or enzo's trying to have a singles match like let's 100 hypothetical booking. is 205 debut yeah he's like <laughs> it doesn't even have to be on 205 it can be on raw <laughs> sure but it's like this is his first time in the cruiserweights right and maybe you do a vignette before like or not a vignette but a backstage thing where he's in the cruiserweight locker room and he's like What's up? What's up? What's up? And everybody just hates Enzo. Mm. Oh, fuck, that should be the gimmick. Everybody hates Enzo. Sure. To go on the casting, and it's like, is Cass the heel, or is Enzo just right. really, or that is different? he
1: kind of right? And like, Enzo's a bit of an. Do you remember
0: idiot. the Rusev versus Enzo feud? Oh yeah. And I, the whole time yeah. I was like, he Enzo's the heel. He's trying to fuck another <laughs> man's wife. It's true. And then Cass it's is true. like, just trying to defend my friend here, even though he's got bad intentions.
1: That was very strange.
0: Also, um, Rusev backstage, apparently, the past two weeks at SmackDown. That
1: doesn't really help me much. I'd like to see him front stage, out stage, not backstage. I don't know. It's just why? Why Why are we waiting on him? Figure something out for the man to do and fucking let him do it. For fuck's sakes. All right. Seth Rollins and Kurt Hawkins had a match, which is weird.
0: It was way too um, competitive for, like... Rollins versus Hawkins and Hawkins got in a fair amount of stuff and I was like, I don't agree with this. Uh, Rollins won,
1: obviously. And then after the match, Bray Wyatt appeared on the screen and cut a promo and kind of taunted Rollins. That's where we're going with those two, I guess. Uh, Paul Heyman came to the ring, ran down Samoa Joe, saying Joe should be smarter and that now is the time to start fearing Brock Lesnar. He then introduced Lesnar and said that he would be calling Joe out to the ring for a fight. Uh, Lesnar came out Joe jumped in from behind at the top of the ramp, locked in the coquina clutch. Brock tried to break free, but Joe kept the clutch locked in until uh, the WWE roster essentially excuse me, came out and
0: uh, pulled him off. I This is really good. I Brilliant. don't care that Joe's attacking him from behind. Lesnar, who wouldn't? You're being smart. Yeah. And then, like, Lesnar trying to throw Joe into the back of the stage, and you're seeing panels fucking not pop all the way out but move.
1: And you know Vince is back. I told him not to hit the fucking screen.
0: I bet you it's not Vince yelling that. I bet you it's Kevin Dunn. He's like, God damn, no! <laughs> My buck-ass teeth! Uh,
1: yeah, I really, really like this. They have knocked this build out of the park. I mean, yeah, they had me sold at just them wrestling, but they have knocked Oh, there could have been build. no
0: build, and I would have been like, oh, I still want to see this. Yeah,
1: they're killing it, man. It's just, this is exactly what I wanted. And again, I loved, even before this segment, The little Paul Heyman talking to Charlie and then stalker Samoa Joe comes out of nowhere again and kind of like, you look good. You look good, Paul. You look good. He's all rapey (laughs) about it. So
0: great. great. uh, Was this where Paul Heyman got the word Great Balls of Fire into a pay-per-view and it like actually sounded okay? Yeah,
1: I think that was backstage as well. It was afterwards, after the attack had happened.
0: O- um, only Paul Heyman can like make it sound good.
1: Word for word, exactly what I said when we were watching. It. Is he because he cut the goodness gracious great balls of fire and then walked off? And I'm like, See, and then like, nobody like, else could make me actually give a fuck about, about it. it but
0: Roman look. and Strowman when they say it, they're like at the great balls of fire pay per view, and it's like that's not good. I Don't it. say it like I that. Hate it.
1: I hope it goes away after this year. Just do it once and get it out of Vince's system. And then fucking go back to normal fucking pay-per-view names. Uh, Neville defeated Vince. Uh, Vince. Jesus. Lindsay Dorado. Uh, non-title match. Kira Dazao was ringside in his own private Titus Worldwide VIP section.
0: At least he's not sitting in the crowd like a schmuck like that's, he was a week ago. That's true.
1: Uh, Neville won with the rings of Saturn.
0: Lince Dorado's getting more TV time, I've been noticing.
1: Yeah, I kind of forgot that he was still there until I saw this. I'm like, oh, They've yeah, got, this guy. Oh,
0: fuck, Grand Metalik.
1: Gonzo again?
0: Yeah, sometimes I see him on main event, and then other times I read reports that saying, like, yeah, this is not working out. Also, he put on too much weight, and he's, like, 230 or something right now. Oh, well, yeah, that's
1: kind of tough to be on a show named 205 Live if you weigh 230, isn't it? Uh, after the match, Tozawa got into the ring for a fight, but Titus O'Neil interrupted and said Neville would be defending his Cruiserweight Championship against the new number one contender, Tozawa, at Great Balls of Fire.
0: So, that'll be good.
1: Yeah, I'm excited for it. I like DeZao a lot. Him and Neville are kind of my, well, I guess Aries as well, are uh, my
0: are your favorites. Cru- Those
1: are your cruiserweights? Yeah. Yeah, so I'll, I'm, I'm in. I'm in on that match.
0: I think your other cruiserweight is, um, and I mean, he's breaking a program right now where he's just, like, stalking Jack Gallagher, is uh, Brian Kendrick. I think he's your guy, too. Yeah.
1: I like Dar to a certain extent, too. Oh, but I love Noem Dar. Just more for his promos. Rich Swan. Rich Swan also pretty good, too. I just, not, not enough, not, not enough collectively to make me care about yeah
0: most of the guys that i really like which is sad i want to care it's not
1: that i'm just like hard standing no i'm not watching that.
0: i remember brando too he's like man tony nece that looks like a guy i'd really get invested to and then it's like brando you watch much tony nece he's like nah (laughs) and it's like it's fair like you guys aren't gonna go out of your way to watch this other show
1: i hope there comes a day where you come in here to do this podcast and you're like fellas 205 Live has been really, really good for like three weeks. Get into it. And it's time. And And I'll do it.
0: That's NXT right now. I think NXT TVs have been killing it. They're really back up to where they were. man, Aleister Black versus uh, Cash Sona or Chris Hero or whatever. Mm. That was good.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Okay. Uh, Women's number one contender match. Gauntlet match, I should say. They did the full thing of like like the Royal Rumble-esque style of the spin thing draw i don't know what those are called but anyways they pulled numbers out of this draw thing to figure out who would enter where um and the first one they did was kurt angle so kurt angle spinning the thing that i don't know what it's called a tumbler that's thank you thank you the tumbler and bailey's in there and kurt looked like the most awkward human being i've ever he just had this like like look of like I, this girl just sucked my penis And I don't want anyone to know Like it just looked so fucked I don't know what his deal was in that first one But it was like
0: Angle hasn't been great
1: He's had his It moments. was
0: something where I was really excited for And it's just all been shit Hey,
1: just wait till him and Triple H wrestle And then Corey Oh Graves yeah, because I want to see that And then Corey Graves becomes raw general manager
0: I do want to see Corey Graves as manager Me too
1: I think that's where they're headed I He's, think
0: Corey Graves' the evil GM would be awesome. And I know evil authority figures has played out, but imagine him doing something greasy and then just you align him his with hands
1: up. Steph or Triple H or both, it's perfect. He just looks like that guy that would be with them that would do whatever they ask him to do. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Mark my words. He's uh, right. the
0: next corporate cane. <laughs>
1: Uh, Bailey and Nijaks were the first two out there. Jax eliminated Bailey by pinfall with a Samoan drop. Mickey James' is next up was eliminated when Jax ran, uh, through her and pinned her. Dana Brooke entered fourth, was quickly eliminated with a leg drop. She as, was terrible. Yeah, she wasn't very good. As was Emma, uh, with another Samoan drop. Sasha Banks was the final entrant and eventually managed to get Nijaks to tap out to a modified Banks statement. I actually thought the Banks statement looked pretty good.
0: It looked good, but I was just pissed about this finish. Yeah. I like, I thought this was finally, like... Nia doesn't necessarily need to beat Alexa, but Nia should be the number 1 contender. Like, you why would you have someone go from no, like the number 1 two spot but lose to the final one? Like, ah. Uh. Yeah. And like Nia looks so good. All the girls were bumping their asses off for her. Sure. She was looking genuinely like a monster. She was hitting everybody with Samoan drops and I just I think that was a bad booking decision.
1: Um yeah, it just seemed like And I don't even necessarily have a problem with Nia running through everyone and losing in the last one. It just seems like, where the fuck did this Sasha Sasha thing come from? She was on 205 Live a month ago, and now she's the number one contender again? Like, I don't know. It just felt like she was so cooled off, and then they just skyrocketed her back up to being the number one contender out of nowhere. And it just, I don't know if they changed their mind at the last minute or what it is. Also surprising out of this is that Bailey is just immediately eliminated first in this match. That she continues to lose, so they're. I think they have something planned with her leading up to SummerSlam, and I don't know what it is, but it's
0: interesting to see what they're gonna do with Bailey because they've like
1: she's losing fans, man. Like yeah, they, they, she's being booked so badly that she's losing.
0: Did you see the interest. thing of Izzy?
1: Oh yeah, well, she's dressed like Alexa Bliss <laughs>
0: now, and it's like when you're booked so bad, even your number one fan leaves right? you. But
1: it's true. It's true. That's little girls are like that market is now the untapped to, little girls. I, I knew you were going to bring that up. Uh, they're looking for somebody else to like. And I think that person is Becky Lynch more than anyone as far as like baby faces.
0: <laughs> Becky's an idiot, though, in the sense that like Becky's like, ah, oh, I'll align with you. She always gets screwed over.
1: But she stands up for what she believes yeah, in. And, I don't know that. I just feel like I'm seeing a lot of goggles when they do those crowd shots on like little kids. There's a lot of her goggles. Yeah, uh, true. So, anyways, uh, after the match, Kurt Angle came out to congratulate Sasha and raise her hand. Then Alexa Bliss came out. Uh, they kind of did a face-to-face. Sasha knocked Bliss out of the ring with a dropkick and posed with the championship that she has not yet earned. It was all right. It was a good finish. I thought it was okay. I just felt like when Kurt came out, I thought there was going to be somebody else that he's like.
0: There's one more yeah, person. This
1: match isn't over yet, and I kind of got super excited for that to happen, and then it didn't, and I was like, oh.
0: Then Oscar's music hits.
1: Oh, <laughs> well, hey, never know. You never know. Uh, studs and duds.
0: Uh, my studs are Nia Jack's best in ring she's ever had.
1: I agree. She looked really good, and like it was cool to see her go for a while as as a as a bigger girl. I think a lot of people automatically assume that she wouldn't be able to go as long as she did. Yeah. So it was cool that they let her do it.
0: Uh my other ones would be Smojo, still looking strong with the Paul Heyman segment and attacking Brock. Yep. And uh Big Cass. I've liked both of the stuff he's done in the past two weeks. Yep.
1: That is Dad obvious. When we don't need to talk about it.
0: Uh yeah, that and Dana Brooke.
1: <laughs> yes, fair enough. Uh I'll give my start to that Reigns bump. <laughs> that was fucking great. The yeah, bouncing it was a nice sell. off the uh off the ambulance. Um I'm gonna give my dud to the minor technicalities that they missed on the cast segment. I liked the cast segment. The segment itself is not a dud, but they just could have, as I said earlier, done some things to make it a lot better for me. And obvious dud as well. And that's it. Well, wow, Samo Joe segment was also great, so I'll give that my stud too. Okay. Uh, you ready to do some smackdown? Scotty? All right, here we go.
0: Smackdown Live from San Diego. Uh, Daniel Bryan starts off the show, runs down all the advertised matches. The yes chant is still very over. Uh, I guess that was news too. Uh, Daniel Bryan's tweeted at Cody Rhodes saying, if you hold it for 464 days or something like that, I'll have to come after you. So Daniel Bryan loves teasing that he's going to wrestle somewhere.
1: Uh, and then he tweeted out Always. "Trolling, lo-
0: Yeah, trolling life or something.
1: I don't think that's much of a troll. I think he has full intentions of going somewhere and finding a promotion that'll I, let him wrestle. I
0: think you do that as kind of a PR move to right. like the company you're working for. You're like, oh, I was just kidding. I was just kidding. I'm just, I'm just
1: tweeting him and congratulating a friend. That's all I'm But
0: I will say, every time Brian does make a tweet like this or an interview or a statement, I'm always like, fuck, I would like to see that.
1: Would you, though? Like, if, if Daniel Bryan's contract was up to date, and he announced tomorrow that he is back in ROH and he is wrestling Cody Rhodes. If
0: he's as cleared as he claims he is, if, if it's all health permitting, this is 100% but the thing.
1: There isn't, because there's at least one doctor, the WWE doctor, that says you can't.
0: No, I don't agree with that. D- Why? Because that doctor's sketchy.
1: Says who? Ryback?
0: C- CM Punk? Really? That's yeah. your reference? That's Yeah, that lawsuit is still about that doctor that's still there.
1: You mean the lawsuit that's still going that they haven't finished yet? Yeah. Because there's no evidence to prove the facts that CM Punk has been saying.
0: Well, I don't think there's facts ways to prove against it either.
1: Touche. I don't know. It's just like
0: it's one of those court cases where it's just like I
1: wouldn't want to watch it. I would not want to watch Danny Bryan wrestle at this point.
0: What if he? What if he barely bumped?
1: No, I don't want. I don't want to see him bump at all. It's like Edge. If Edge started wrestle again, I love the guy. I wouldn't want to watch it because the guy's going to die. He's going to die in the ring.
0: Maybe. Well, Edges isn't, different, Edges isn't a concussion thing. His is a neck sure. compression thing. So, For me, if I had the neck thing, I would also agree with you. But it's a concussion thing.
1: For me, if nine doctors say you can go and one says you can't and if you do, you'll die, I'm probably not going to do it because if I do and I die, then that one guy was right.
0: You're the kind of guy where it's like nine out of ten dentists say that they don't. <laughs> Fuck that. I need ten. <laughs> I need ten out of ten or I'm not doing it. <laughs>
1: All right, continue.
0: All right, uh, Hypros versus Usos. Oh, sorry, skipping over my Daniel Bryan stuff. Uh, Carmella comes out, says this is not the land of opportunity, the land of injustice. Uh, she brings up you can't break the rules if there are no rules in a Money in the Bank match. Touche. Daniel Bryan then kicks Ellsworth, not just out of the, like, ringside, but kicks him out of the arena, and they drag him out, a bunch of local security wrestlers. Yep. Uh, from there, we got the Hypros versus Usos. Uh, if the Hypros win, they get a title match, which I hate when they do builds like this. Like, if they would have just been like, Hypros, you get a match. For the title? Yeah, yeah, based off your old one. But I just hate when it's like, oh, they beat the champion in a non-title, and then, like, it just by the time you get yeah. to the title match, I'm, I might be bored, depending on the people.
1: Well, and it's also weird that they would do this match now. Like, I get that, okay, Zack Ryder's back. But why are you doing this now? Because obviously they're going to lose because the New Day is already scheduled to fight these guys at the next, like, we all knew how this was going to end. So why would you have even done this? It just seems like they were just totally, not that I'm advocating the, the Hype Bros, but it, it does seem like they totally just brushed them off as like, yeah, yeah you did win that battle royal, but it, it, that was a long time ago and we don't care about
0: you. Anymore. And the New Day is the hottest thing since ever, yeah. right? I,
1: mean, I thought that kind of sucked.
0: But and like the Hype bros lost this match quickly. And like if you were watching in Canada where you don't get the picture in picture commercials, you were fucked. You missed oh, yeah. most of this match. I forgot about that. Because when I like when I watched it originally, I didn't get that. So I was like, uh, that was like a really shitty short match. Then when I watched it today from something that I'm like uploaded from the the States, so you get ads and then the matches in the corner, and I'm like, Oh, I didn't know
2: Oh, that. this
0: went on for a lot longer. Wow. And,
2: that's like, weird there's it.
0: a whole moment where the Hypros get in some offense and, like, they're like they're working over the Usos a little bit. But it was all during a commercial break. And in Canada, we don't get that.
1: Because there was two, I think, instances of that on SmackDown that happened. I'm like, why do they keep doing this? Yeah. Ending a match or having something big happen in the commercial break. I didn't even know that that's what they were doing. Yeah, they, they, they brought
0: were... that back in the States for USA Network. Fuck.
1: Well, that's dumb.
0: Yeah, because, like, <laughs> other regions... We're missing it.
1: Yeah, because we can't do that.
0: Fuckers. Um, so yeah, they lose from a Hypros lose from a top rub splash. Really quick match. Um post match new day comes out. Biggie says, We want the gold. We coming for you. Kofi Kingston interrupts him. Uso spits some bars. Uh they are going to have a rap battle next week.
1: Uh over booty like underpants was great. Or is that right?
0: Yeah, I think that's what he said. However, they
1: said it was tremendous. Uh, I love the Booker T thing because apparently that was like 20 years ago this week. Oh, okay. But it was kind of bad timing considering what had happened. What had happened
0: the (laughs) day before. But I could also see New Day being the guys like watching Raw and being like, we got to do something. How can we almost drop an end bomb (laughs) now, right? (laughs) What if we do this? Because like those are like they're super creative. And even last week where, uh, oh, what was it? Because, you know, the Uso penitentiary thing. And they're (laughs) like. This is Sheriff E or Deputy E, and he's got a big nightstick. And Biggie's like, what are you talking about? Like, they're always trying to push the envelope a little bit. Yeah,
1: they do the little tongue-in-cheek kind of over the line, but not exactly over the line. It's enough
0: where if you had your child watching with you, you'd be like, ah, I really hope that went over their head. But you might be laughing kind of thing. Sure, yeah. Uh, From there, we get Fashion Files Vice. Uh, They're interrogating the Ascension. This is actually so good. They're both trying to do the the good cop, bad cop thing, but they're both doing good cop. And then Fandango goes like, we're both being good cop, Todd Breeze, No, we're great cops. And they try to bribe him with some Eddie Money tickets. Yeah, um, I love that. that was we touch. only listen to Grindcore and Thrash Metal. And you're like, okay, cool. You guys are showing depth as characters. If you guys said like, oh, we like Grindcore and Thrash Metal, I'm sure a certain audience would be more into you. Sure, that's fair. Uh, Breeze puts all his water guns on the table, like trying to like stress him out being the bad cop kind of thing. Offers him cheese and lemonade. They hear a noise from the other room. Their office and board has been trashed once again. The Ascension's still here. Who did it?
1: Which is good because yeah. I was so disappointed when they just revealed the Ascension as being... The- yeah, money in the oh, bank. Fuck, fuck. Really? Like, I thought you were going to do something cool with this. Who is it? Who do you think it's going to be?
0: I want it to be American Alpha. I don't know how it works. Yeah. Maybe it's a call-up. Maybe it's an NXT call-up. I thought about that, too. Where you're like, uh... Heavy machinery. Every, yeah, sure. Why not? Why not?
1: I lose my shit.
0: Though, I think heavy machinery might be the next tag champs.
1: Really? You think they're going to win
0: that match? Though, the way that... When I was watching NXT last night, I got a hunch.
1: All right. Well, we'll get into that.
0: From there, we get another short match. Lana versus Naomi. Rematch for the women's title. Lana tries to catch Naomi off guard by attacking her during the ring introduction. Naomi then just kicks her in the head. Uh oh, sorry. Naomi kicks out of Lana's finisher. Uh, then gets up, just kicks her in the head, and then hits a split leg and moonsault to retain the title. Literally, this all happened within like three minutes. Very quick, yeah. Very quick. Randy Orton says he's gonna keep attacking Jinder Jinder Mahal until he gets his title rematch. Shane comes out. Um, like Orton's like, I don't care, fire me. Like I'll buy a ticket and show up. So it's like Randy Orton willing to go to jail to get revenge on. Jinder Mahal.
1: Remember that time he stole a car?
0: The Remember the time Raw? he committed arson?
1: Yeah. Like, this man has broken a lot of laws.
0: I also like that Shane was like, hey, he you can't He borderline
1: raped Stephanie McMahon on TV Exactly.
0: Well. Kicked him in the head, showed up at the front <laughs> door. And Shane even brought that up. He's like, well, that's tactics you would use, Randy. Like, you've <laughs> definitely gone after people's family. Yeah. So now you're all upset because you went after your family?
1: Good guy Shane, the man of the people.
0: So Shane says, I'll give you the match, but- Jinder Mahal gets to pick the stipulation. Jinder then comes out.
1: To a huge pop, by huge the Huge pop,
0: yeah, I know. People I was like, are
1: really getting into this guy, and I love people, it.
0: People are so done with Randy Orton.
1: Well, I think that does factor in. but
0: Like, it's the perfect guy to get him over, because, like, to me, I've been done with Orton for a couple of years. Yeah, me too. And then Jinder, I'm like, this is fresh. It's new.
1: Yep, and while he hasn't, like, had... Four consecutive five star matches. He hasn't had a bad match. It's yet a work either. in
0: progress, and I understand the heel role. It's like when Seth Rollins was champion and J and J got involved all the time. Exactly. That is a role someone has to play sometimes. Yeah, they're the stooges. And I don't mind that. I don't mind the things being the bumpers. I just wish people would take a little bit better care of them sometimes out there. Sure. That's so. Fair. Jinder says uh, I'm gonna have a match dedicated to my hero. This is great. The Great Kali. The Punjab prison is back.
1: Yeah, I couldn't. I
0: uh, I couldn't very, believe it. I was like, no way. I thought the thing was dead from the past.
1: Very spli- surprised that they brought up the great Kali. That at least that was you know a nod to this is the guy who you know
0: broke it kind of thing.
1: Kali invented that, if you will. Um, and then yeah, they then they He's brought like the, the Indian match Chris back. Jericho. Well, which was surprising to me. I've never seen a Punjabi prison match before. I never, I didn't. I've never gone back and watched the first. I think the I've two. seen the
0: Batista Taker one. Yeah. Or no, sorry, Batista Lee one. But I haven't, I haven't seen the Taker one. To go back and check that out. Yeah. I, uh, yeah. So
1: I'm kind of like, this is all new to me. Where I'm, I'm kind of stoked for it to be honest. You know, it's really
0: funny. Um, when did Jinder get hired back last year?
1: Yeah, right, well, right around the draft. kfave
0: news, like put out, like the, you know the guys, right? Yeah. They put out an article being like, Ginger only hired so they can do another Punjab prison match. Well,
1: that's not necessarily.
0: <laughs> turned out to be true.
1: That far away from the truth. Um.
0: Yeah. Are you excited for it? Yeah,
1: I am in a weird way. Just even them showing like it's a cage within a cage and you have to escape the one cage. And Brando was kind of explaining it to me like there's like four doors and. If you pick the wrong door, it automatically locks, and then you have to go through one of the other three doors. And... It's
0: a very convoluted match from what I remember,
1: which is fine. I like a little bit of convolution. I've
0: never seen my Dave wrestling. Batista carry a match so hard,
1: <laughs> which is alarming. When Dave <laughs> yeah. Batista is carrying a match, you Dave know, Dave carry match. Wrong. Dave do good. Uh, yeah, I'm stoked. I'm, it got me weirdly, weirdly excited for it's this. It's something match.
0: different. You know what I mean? Like, yep. it's been enough time since the last one where you're like, okay, cool. And I think for. A fair amount of people. It might be their first one.
1: Yeah. You know no, what I, I mean? Agree. Yeah, for sure.
0: Um, yeah. From there, Mike and Maria show up. Their music is so good. It is good. Uh they cut a small promo, but then Sami Zayn's music hits which I was like, I don't like this.
1: It's the first time we've seen them on TV. I know yeah, they did that YouTube
0: thing. And they had like they've been doing dark matches, but, but like
1: why? Why would you make them seem like idiots on their first yeah. SmackDown appearance?
0: To get punked out by Sami Zayn of all people, and I like Sami Zayn. I'm a big fan. Me too. But it's just like that's not the right person to uh, like do this. Like nobody this
1: was the right person. To, like they shouldn't no, have.
0: These two should have the rocket strapped to them to establish them because. Oh, it
1: if, me off so much.
0: If I'm just like casual WWE fan, maybe I know who Marie is, but I for sure don't know who Mike Bennett is. Kind well, of thing, and right? Even if
1: you do know who Marie is from her original run. He's not the same person she's so at He's so different. All.
0: Like, Right. He's someone who going to the indies and in Ring of Honor and New Japan became this amazing manager. Like, she's a great talker. I, it's funny how everywhere she goes, she calls herself the first lady. Yeah. I'm the first lady of Ring of Honor. I'm the first lady of New Japan Pro Wrestling. I'm the first lady of Impact. First lady of SmackDown now. You're like, really? Okay.
1: Yeah, I was not... I really, really disliked that they made them yeah, stupid. Yeah, I, I wasn't... Stoked on it. Like I thought for a second that maybe he was going to attack Sammy. Oh, or something. and if
0: that would have been it, like they interrupt and then Canellis Mike just kicked the shit oh, out of Sammy. Oh. I'd be like, all right, there we go. Yeah, I but know. instead they just were like, wait, what? Really, you're doing this? And then just like nothing. So Baron Corbin comes out. This is the second longest match on the show, aside from the main event. Uh, pretty much a one sided match. Like Corbin, they're really establishing him as a main guy yep. with having the money in the bank. Corbin wins at the end of days, and it was funny on commentary. They were like, "Sammy Zayn's up three to one in the series on these guys, like in their feud."
1: Yeah, which to me just screamed of like, ah, we booked Sammy to win all those matches over this guy, and now he's got the money in the bank. We should probably let
0: him get a win. Yeah, we gotta we gotta do something to salvage this. So they did it. And then uh, from there, we get our main event, the second ever women's money in the bank. Carmella came out wearing the same outfit. So, like, to me, giveaway, but I'm sure maybe that also could have been used as a swerve. Carmella did end up winning again. So, hashtag justice for Carmella. Did you see that was floating around? No. Lots of people.
1: Good. Lots of marks. She made some great points in her promo that, like, I'm sure she won over even some, like, casual fans that don't really know the ins and outs of wrestling, that they're like, yeah, that does make sense, actually. To me,
0: her just bringing up all the other past ones of the recent year, like Seth Rollins got to keep his, Bray Wyatt got to keep his, and you're just like, or not Bray Wyatt had one, Bray Wyatt screwed Roman or whatever, and no one said anything. So, no, I I liked, uh, this is also a pretty good match. The girls definitely were putting on their working boots again. Yep. Um, To me, I get that this was to... Despite a a TV rating, because the ratings had been down. Sure. I think it just sucks for these girls to go through another ladder match within two weeks. You know what I mean? Obviously, it's not as bump-heavy as the guys, Mm -hmm. but still, it is a a heavily gimmicked-style match. Sure. Uh, No, SmackDown.
1: I didn't much like um, that they went to the extreme with... uh, Holy fuck, I am out of it. The chin guy.
0: Uh, Ellsworth. Thank you. That he came back Jesus. in and tried to get but her But I
1: don't know why, like, why you would go not only ban him from ringside, but then also ban him from the arena, only to have him come in anyway. Like The whole idea was the spot, right? Him taking the ladder bump and, and it being from Becky. I could have told you that that's what was yeah. going to happen, but they shouldn't have banned him. They should have just left him at ringside so that he can start climbing that ladder and everyone goes, ah, fuck, it's going to happen again, the same goddamn thing. And then you do the ladder bump as opposed to, like, no, he's is hes he gone. And we won't see him. And then, oh, shit, we will see him. And then, oh, no, we do get the bump. I don't know. It just, yeah. I didn't need it. It was completely unnecessary. You could have just left him out there and then he could have done the exact same thing and taken the bump and it would have been fine. But you're right. I thought it was a good match. And I think Carmela Nobody else needed the briefcase the way that Carmella needs yeah. it, and that's not to say that Carmella is below everyone else. I just felt like
0: it elevates her.
1: It worked so perfectly with her. Charlotte doesn't need it; she can wrestle her way to a title match.
0: Becky can do the same.
1: Yeah, Becky was the only one that I also kind of thought about. Like Becky if it, if it could wasn't have
0: used be... the boost because she always book is booked to lose. Right.
1: If it wasn't going to be Carmella, it would have been Becky, but it doesn't work as well with the faces.
0: is just a joke.
1: Although they did try to make her seem like something in this match. But then there was that whole ladder thing where they put the ladder the wrong way and she had to like slide back yeah. under it and then do the lift.
0: Thing. I did like when Charlotte ran up a ladder. Yeah. like That was that a nice was little athletic spot.
1: There was good spots. I had no problem with this match. The girls
0: worked. The girls did a great job. And yep. for that, they get my stud.
1: Yep. That's uh, two for two on the main events for the week. And we would get a third one on NXT. Yep.
0: All the uh, matches. Yeah, it was a very women-heavy what was a better show this week, in your opinion?
1: Um. Is
0: it who gets the win for the week? Um,
1: what did I like? The Joe thing was really good.
0: Make sure you weigh your pros and cons, though, of What's good and what's bad.
1: Yeah, I know. That's the thing. Um. Well, I'll probably give it to SmackDown.
0: We're going to give it to SmackDown? Fair enough. Yeah. You agree? Yeah, I do. I think just based off that main event with the girls. Fair it's enough. hard not to give it when it's like they give me a money in the bank on TV. Exactly. Yeah. I'm probably going to have to let that win. And I mean, um, Raw had a couple real strong segments like Roman Strowman was pretty decent, um, Enzo Cass, and then Samoa Joe and Nia Jax did a good job. Mm-hmm. But unfortunately, her not winning at the end hurts that for me. And the thing that we're not going to talk about anymore completely kills that episode yeah. of Raw, nice. unfortunately
1: uh okay you want me to read the 205 live stuff and yeah you just talk about it uh jack gallagher defeated brian kendrick via disqualification
0: yes uh brian i did see this match uh brian kendrick hit him with the umbrella brian kendrick came out with like a makeup mustache on and like in a full suit good so instead of like i'm the man with the plan jack gallagher's music came out while he was like, or it played again when he was already in the ring nice. and he's like what and then he came out as jack gallagher
1: good i like that Uh, Mustafa Ali defeated Drew Gulak.
0: Okay. I'm going to assume that Gulak didn't jump off the top rope and chickened out again. Because I saw him go up a couple times. Makes sense. But he always had, he had great body language just shaky knees where you were just like, oh, this is awesome. (laughs) In terms of like, if if you want to get it over that, like, it's not a safety thing. He's just afraid of
1: heights. But he's blaming it on it being a safety thing because he's a coward. Yeah. That's good. Uh, Arya Davari defeated Cedric Alexander. Well, that's surprising.
0: Yeah, that is. They've been pushing Arya Davari a lot in the back. Like, in the, they'll do like locker room segments where like he'll be like, "Has anyone seen my bag? It's one of three. It costs thirty thousand dollars." Like, he, that's mm. his gimmick.
1: I assume probably Noem Dar got involved in that somewhere. Probably. Like that and Alicia Fox via cell phone, um, <laughs> <laughs> via FaceTime. WWE Cruiserweight Champion Neville and Akira Tozawa get physical.
0: I want to get physical,
2: physical. It's oh, fucking weird that they
0: worded it that way. I hate Do you really get off .com? Oh, yeah. .com's yeah. the worst. It, it is horrible. It'll be like, Roman Reigns prevailed. <laughs>
1: I know. All right. Uh, NXT this week was really, really good as well. Um, the Velveteen Dream, which I did not realize this guy is 21 years old. That fucking blows my mind that this guy is that good Wait. At 21.
0: He's only 21? Yeah, that's what
1: they said in this match. Really? Yeah. Like, that fucking, so that's, what, 95. He was born in yeah. 95. And he's doing a gimmick he's for the Prince. He's as old as Colton Kelly. That is, like.
0: Before his time.
1: Yeah, way before his time. Ridiculous. Uh, he defeated Ho Ho Sapod uh favorite. Oh, huh? yes. Still wrestling there, apparently. Um When his
0: music hit, and I was like, "Who is this?" Yeah, and then Ho exactly Ho Loon thing. on the Toronto, I was like,
1: "I'm like, I kind of know this music." And then yeah, ah, you'll yes. be
0: employed forever.
1: I liked how the ring announcer when he said his name, he like laughed it. He's like, "Fighting out of blah, 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 blah. Ho Ho Loon. I'm like <laughs> like
0: right. he like looked at his sheet. He's like, right. "There's no way that's the guy's ho, name."
1: Oh, ho, ho,
0: ho. fucking well, morrow was there. on this week too. Yeah. Right?
1: Yeah. yeah. Which I liked a lot. You
0: put him in airplane mode.
1: Mamma mia!
0: That's the thing. Morrow's charming in his own way, but does some things where you're like, really? Like, I get, like, remember when he'd be like, it's hotter than a Samsung Galaxy 7, oh, yeah. because yeah, that pop, was topical. Are, yeah, I get it. Over the top. But, like, that's kind of his personality. It's fine. Yeah.
1: yeah. There was a lot of uh, Nigel calling the match, I noticed, too, with him there. It wasn't so much that Morrow was the match guy and Nigel was the guy that he threw to. It was Nigel's no, play-by-play sharing, yeah.
0: And Ronaldo's like kind of color. Pl- I don't even like, know why
1: Percy's there. He's no. so fucking. Useless.
0: I would if it was just Nigel and oh. Rinaldo.
1: Oh, take my money.
0: Jeez, that'd be a great commentary. You like Nigel on the mic? Yeah, I do. He's never no, he's said anything that's bothered. No, it's great to see this star in Ring of Honor. <laughs> That's fair, though. He was commentating in Ring of Honor for years. I
1: can cut him a break on that.
0: I'm sure, like, if you went to a different station.
1: Oh, yeah. It'd be tough.
0: Those first little bit, you'd be used to saying a certain phrase or something.
1: Absolutely. Uh, Hideo Tommy, and Oni Lorkin did some pretty cool things here. Yeah. Uh, I was really into this. It started, uh, well, the first match, I guess, technically, started... Uh, with Oni Lorcan. This is good because uh, Hideo had attacked him and hit the three go-to-sleeps two weeks ago, I think it yeah. was, three weeks ago. And um, so, yeah, the match started with Oni Lorcan coming flying out of the corner, and he hits him with what I think was supposed to be an uppercut, but ended up, like, just destroying Hideo and Tommy's nose. Like, it was fucking three inches to the left, and it was broken, and he was leaking all over the place, and they ended up calling the match and stopping it and uh, at first I went, oh, that's cool that they even left that in there because they have the benefit. Yeah, you
0: could have easily scrapped this. Yeah,
1: not airing it. I'm like, at least they kept it in there because in a way, it made a lot of sense with the storyline that he broke this guy's nose. I mean, it wasn't on purpose. Yeah, it's
0: a great way for Oni to go after him.
1: Right. Uh, And then we go do a backstage segment with uh, the Heavy Machinery being told by William Regal that they are the number one contenders and will fight the Authors of Pain for the... NXT Tag Team Championships, in which I still don't know what Dozovich said, but I love the way he said it. <laughs> yeah, big boy, yeah. Like, I don't know. I don't fucking know what he said, but I like the way he cuts promos.
0: He just takes me as, like, a guy who, like, grew up wrestling in a barn. Yeah. You know and what I mean? Like, kind
1: of speaks English, but not as like, well as he He only should. has his,
0: like, grade 7 <laughs> at the most. Yeah, exactly. Uh,
1: and then we come back, and uh, Hideo Tommy just walks back out to the ring with, like, gauze shoved up his nose uh and then uh we, we we start this match over again and he comes flying out of the corner and attacks on the they have a pretty decent match back and forth and then hideo tommy ends up picking up the win i thought this was really cool
0: yeah i like this for the most part it just it was weird watching it and then being like oh all right i felt the segment was over when he left mm. and then they cut to a couple different video packages like i got an ad for the network or whatever yeah. And, like, maybe the Roderick Strong video package I was in there, right. too. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, cool. Like, we're moving all the show. And then all of a sudden, Hideo comes up with all the shit in his nose. And I'm like, oh, we're still going? But, I mean, it got me back into it. It was just weird. I haven't seen them do something like that in a really long time.
1: Fair enough. Um, From there, the, oh, and then he called out uh, Cassius Ono and had to say the word please twice, which is a mistake. They should not be writing this man. To say the word please. Never... Especially not when he has fucking gauze shoved up his nose. us yeah. oh no, please come out here. Please. It's like, okay, let's maybe not... No no L's for this Sucky, guy. sucky. Okay. Um. Then they got attacked by Sanity. Which was bizarre. So... But remember... I forget who wrote that email, and I wish I could remember. If it was you, email us next week. But somebody said... They thought they were just going to put Cassius Ono in a tag team with somebody, and we were trying to find him a tag team partner. And, like, I think we ended up saying at one point, like, um, uh, Alistair Black would be a cool fit. And we were trying to find somebody. I swear somebody said Hideo Tommy, and I don't know if it was you or Boris. I or- feel
0: like when we were just going through the guys, because I was like, ah, you can't really do Alistair Black, they were already a team on the Indies kind of thing. And I, yeah, I feel like I did say, or someone suggested at least. It'd be cool. It'd be like uh, an indie darling team.
1: Yeah. And it's just like this mixed match of like two guys that, I mean, it's kind of like the disgruntled, like how Sheamus and Cesaro started, which kind of sucks, but it is what it is. The main event was uh, NXT Women's Champion Asuka defeating Nikki Cross in a the first last woman standing match on NXT. They said, as far as I can remember, I don't think we've ever seen the last woman standing match, period. But I might be wrong on that. Well, I mean, not in, in, in WWE. WWE. Yeah,
0: I definitely know. I've seen that. Like, not seen it, but heard of it in all girl promotions and stuff like that. They
1: uh, also filmed the back, uh, not backstage, the outside segment where they were doing kind of similar to that weird interview segment that they did with Oscar a month or so ago. Uh, but then, like Nikki Cross just jumps on the windshield and starts screaming and yeah. And flailing around, and it was very good. Their feud
0: has been really good the past couple weeks.
1: And this match was tremendous, I thought. It was very well booked. There was weapons used as weapons, and not just a, like, okay, I'm going to scoop slam you onto this tinfoil garbage can. They used it, like, on top of her with the drop kick from the top rope, and, like, there's a lot of really good spots. And that fucking superplex that ended it from the ladder onto the announce table was great. I thought it looked tremendous. So, I really like that. And as I said earlier, that's... uh, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, all three shows, Raw, SmackDown, NXT, main evented
0: by women. So, Yeah, big week for the girls. That's right.
1: Girl power, as they say. All right. That's the week of programming. Now for the emails. Mark Bassett writes in, says, long time no email. Hey, dudes, I've had this burning question for some time now. Why the fuck does Jay Lethal look like he's wearing a bald cap? He's had his sh- head shaved for quite a long time now, but it just looks fake as hell. <laughs> what do you think,
0: Scott? <laughs> what do you think? Oh, it's kind of true. He just has a weird fucking head. <laughs> like
1: it the, is weirdly shaped.
0: I feel like the top. It just the top of his head isn't as tan as the rest of his face. Like that's what it looks like.
1: Maybe. I think he should just grow his hair back out. Like I didn't you know he he lost it in a hair versus hair match or something. Somebody shaved it, right?
0: Yeah. He, he got shaved off by Adam Cole, I believe. That it was. Bullet Club.
1: But he should just grow it back. Like I still think of him yeah. with the cornrows doing the fucking Ric Flair impression and impact. Like that's when I hear Jay Lee thought that's why.
0: You've seen him wrestle alive and you still bring him
1: back to the Ric Flair thing? He will forever be impact for me. He'll until- always be until they bring him into NXT, and then I can forget about that stuff.
0: You see, at least I think of black machismo.
1: Well, yeah, that too.
0: Yeah? Okay, fair enough.
1: I think he was still doing black machismo when he was doing the Ric Flair feud, though, wasn't he? Because He still came out to the pomp and circumstance, I think. I don't know. That, that fucking Ric Flair segment is outstanding. Uh, Loney writes an email. Subject line, is the cowboy James Storm actually Dwight Schrute? Oh, well, that's a good question. Uh, hello, how about that ride in? How about sorry? How about that ride in? I guess they—that's why they call it Sin City. Jesus Christ, did I just butcher that? I did, apologize, Ty.
0: Did he meant ride along? No, With it's riding.
1: It's like a saying. How about that ride in? I guess that's why they call it Sin City. You've never heard that line before. Is it
0: like I just flew in and boy, are my arms tired? Yes, it's that style, like a Rodney Dangerfield esque line.
1: Yes, I can't even remember what it's from, to be honest. And the worst. Oh, it's from The Hangover. Yeah, okay. It's Alan's speech. Like when you know, have you ever seen The Hangover?
0: Once or twice. Didn't really stick with me as much as everyone else loved it. That's fair. That's fair.
1: Uh what's up, my USOs? <laughs> Hope you're in good spirits. Congrats to the le- little heathen Scotty for getting his learners. I feel like that's been one of the longest running storylines in Sadpod history. It's true. We yeah, haven't been like that up for a long time. Like
0: From the year I could have been allowed to get it, it's like technically 10 years. In, in fact,
1: I, I think that I first found out that you didn't have even your learners at NR92 while doing a show. I think that's where that yeah. first came up, where I then chirped you mercilessly. Yep. Because I had to drive you home that night or something. Maybe. Something along those lines. Uh, I've had the luxury of missing some work uh, this week after getting a root canal surgery. Yikes. Pretty sure dentists are the devil, which works out great. The Isaac Yankum turned out to be the devil's favorite demon. Anywho, here are my low-tempered takes. I was watching NXT last night in the WWE Network channel, and they botched a commercial for Great Balls. It was visually Roman and Braun But all the audio was talking about was Joe versus Brock. Brock.
0: Yeah, I noticed that too.
1: I thought I picked up on that too, but I was was kind of half watching. Why is
0: Strowman on there when they're like Samoa Joe? Yeah, they fucked that up.
1: Interesting, Uh, because all things in life revolve around the office. It's fitting that Global Force Wrestling was bought by Impact Wrestling. That was
0: news that we didn't talk about because we hate Impact.
1: Global Force was bought by Impact.
0: Yep, that happened like like yesterday morning.
1: Anthem owns. GFW Force, or are they just closing Global Force?
0: Jeff Jarrett is that back at Impact? Yeah, why do you, so Why does he need it. his company when he got kicked out of Impact?
1: Remember when we thought that that might actually become something? Global
0: yeah. Force, Remember when like, like as soon ago. as they started doing ballparks, I was like, "This is fucked." Yeah, it's done. It was just weird because they had like New Japan guys and Ring of Honor guy, like lots of good free agents.
1: Uh, he says Michael Scott Paper Company. Anyone? Yes. Well, yeah. Uh, uh, also, who is the biggest heel in the office? Angela, hundred percent. Angela.
0: Uh, Nelly.
1: No, because Nellie. I mean, she's she trying to
0: steal everyone's job.
1: Yeah, but she didn't fuck one dude while she was engaged to another dude in the same office.
0: Her, yeah, but she now she's with the senator who's eyeing up Oscar from where I'm at.
1: <laughs> yeah, she's getting her comeuppance because she's a heel.
0: I think Ryan, depending on the yeah, time, Ryan has some. Can be but I more... also think Ryan is the most relatable character to, for me.
1: Because why? You do a lot of blow on, no. a, on a regular basis? <laughs> uh, he says, also, PWA Wrestling Night of Champions officially is my favorite live wrestling event I've been to. I'm usually the Quiet fan, but I was marking out the whole night. Reed Matthews should be booked as the new Undertaker 21-0 at Night of Champions. Cheers, Grizz4327 on Twitter. Sure, I like that. I'm sure Reed Matthews wouldn't be against the idea of having a nice long run either. Uh Duncan writes in an email. Oh man, he's all bold on this and a new font on his emails here, too. He's going full on. Uh Dear the Sultans of Sat. Well, wow, that's a really good one, too. Uh hey dudes, I hope your weeks have been hustling and bustling. Question time one, if you could bring in a celebrity to compete in a Stephen amell esque fashion, whom would you bring in?
0: Hmm. See, I want them to be a fan at least. Jerry like- Cruz. Okay.
1: That's he's not a bad and I'm sure he could take a bump or two and he is a fan. Fred Durst. I think could, you think he could you pull off a match? Yeah. I think he's gonna go in there and take some bumps and get a fucking six star rating from Dave Meltzer? You think that's
0: <laughs> No, I don't think that's, that's possible.
1: Happen? Uh two, have you ever been close to giving up on wrestling? I did when I was younger, as I used to get bullied for wearing wrestling shirts when I was in the ninth grade. Sadly, my family didn't have a lot of money. My stepbrother had owned a lot of wrestling shirts when he passed away, which I inherited. So they were the only shirts I owned for a good long while. Well, that's a sad story. That's super fucking Whoa. heartbreaking. I also got bullied a lot for wearing wrestling shirts, but I was big enough that I could just be like, hey, fuck off. And then they usually would, which was good for me, but. Uh yeah no man I fell off quite a bit in high school too,
0: uh yeah I'd still occasionally I I'd, I'd hear something and I'd be like no way I got to check out this pay per view but it was also in
1: like the super shitty 2009 2010 yeah ECW the reboot I was really into it
0: I watched that
1: and then the farther along that got in I lost yeah. interest real quick and stopped watching it's weird for that
0: a while. my younger brother he used to have friends who'd come over and they'd play SmackDown versus Raw until like. It was like, okay, get out of our house kind of thing, right? (laughs) Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, like, because of that, they just got all really into wrestling because of the game. And when my brother kind of got out, and it's weird that my younger brother, when he got out, but I got really into music. So, yeah, I kind of did peace out for a little bit, but that's the beauty of not being in school and being an adult and just like whatever nerd things you want to like. Yeah, man, get into it. Fuck, don't let people influence what you like and what they don't, right? Exactly. Uh, People always be jerks, and that's part of being a kid and part of growing up and getting thick skin and whatnot. Hmm. But, uh, yeah, I hope Duncan cherishes those T-shirts.
1: Yeah, it's a good memory to have. Uh, Three, if you had to pick an alternative profession, whether it be a logical or a childlike want, what would you pick? What did you want to be when you were a kid, Scotty?
0: I wanted to be the weatherman. Like on TV? Yeah.
1: Well, why don't you?
0: Um, I don't know.
1: You know the program that you need to go into.
0: I don't have to like, go to, like, meteorologists.
1: You should go into fucking... You should do Nate with Boris. I should You guys could have
0: been in the same class. It would have been great. I should have.
1: Holy shit. You're right, though. You probably do have to have some sort of knowledge of I have to have probably a
0: better background <laughs> in science. I just want to be a guy in front of the camera and just point and be like... So, we're going to get some sun on Tuesday, Wednesday, a little bit of rain. I <laughs>
1: mean, at a certain point, that is kind of all they really do.
0: It's funny because I'm, like, <laughs> watching the news right now. Yeah. And I'm a global guy. Sorry, Warren. Uh, son of Sorry, a bitch. Brando. Um, I grew up with those people. I know them. That's fair. But oh, they bro- were, like, the weather lady was holding, like, a cat today. Uh-huh. Like, they're like, oh, adopt this pet, right? yeah, yeah. And this yeah. cat did not want to, like, be held. It was so funny because you could see her, like, pacing around, and the cat's starting to, like... Not swatted her arm, but just trying to like
1: let me go, if woman. I can, if
0: I can grip onto you, I'm gonna claw you. <laughs> what about you, Orn? What do you want to be when you grew up? Uh radio. Yeah, <laughs> fair is, enough. But I'm good. sure you also looked at your dad and were like, ah, I yeah. wanna do what he's doing. If
1: I had to do something alternatively though, it would probably be wrestling manager. Can I say that? Is yeah, that, I guess so. I I don't want to wrestle because I, I don't want to get hurt.
0: <laughs> in my mid teens, I really wanted to just be famous for being on the internet. Sure, like, like,
1: that's still possible. It still is. I know.
0: I just need a really dope ass computer.
1: I'd like to think that the Satpod makes you somewhat famous on the internet. Yep, you're not an internet nobody.
0: No, I'm not. Not a scrub, motherfucking jabroni. (laughs) Um, yeah, I don't know. It's still possible.
1: Do it. Get that stream back up and running. You know it on Beam or whatever the fuck that thing is now.
0: There's so many. And now
1: Twitch is starting to fall away. Twitch is like,
0: it used to be you had to have like a lot of viewers and like a shit ton of followers to get the subscription button. And
1: now anybody. And now
0: it's like anyone can have a subscription button. So I'm like, hey, does YGFGC have it? And we're like, yeah, we could have it. I'm like, fucking put it up. Set it up, buds. (laughs) I need to start making $6 a month (laughs) off fighting games.
1: Uh, if you could reboot the tragically misunderstood Condemned movie that Stone Cold starred in several years ago with current WWE superstars, whom would you pick? Maybe not for specific roles, unless you know them well. I'm just talking the scenario. I don't think I ever actually saw the movie.
0: Which movie?
1: Uh, the Condemned. Oh, I
0: fucking love The Condemned. All right, recast I'll give it. give you a hell yeah with a butcher knife. Recast it, then. Uh, oh, fuck. With the current day people? I'll have an answer for you next week. I'll rewatch The Condemned over the next couple days.
1: That's a good hook. Uh, Maybe I will, too. Is it on Netflix? No. All right. Well, then I probably won't
0: watch it. I own a DVD copy of it, though, if you want to borrow (laughs) it.
1: Uh, Who do you guys listen to music when you just want to wind down after a hard day's night slash day? My go-to album is Abbey Road.
0: That's a good answer. Uh, I'm not a big Beatles fan. I'll tell you that right now. I was when I was... When I went to art school, I was really into the Beatles. Um, still, if a song comes on satellite radio, I'm still like, oh, paperback writer, no way. Sure. Um, I've been really into Outcast lately. Yeah? Yeah, it just puts me in with. a better mood when I'm not feeling great and stuff like that. What
1: era Outcast are we talking here?
0: Uh, like, Roses.
1: The uh, the Love Below Speaker Box yeah. album? That yeah. Was, that's a good album. I
0: just YouTube stuff. It's a real good album. Uh, Colton Kelly got me hooked on, like, Big Boy's new album. Sure. And there's just one song that's like... It sounds like an old Outcast song that's all piano-y and stuff. And it's just a good, su- positive... So
1: me, I feel so fresh and clean. That's a good song, too. I
0: like that. Song. Warren, Warren's answer is probably Metallica.
1: No, actually... What have you um, been into lately? Uh, for a good wind-me-down, honestly, I think... My, my go-to wind-me-down is probably System of a Down. Because that's like the one band that I first really got into as a band... Where I went out and like saved money as a kid and bought their album.
0: What was it? Um, What was the first one that came out? Was it Mesmerize or Hypnotize? Uh
1: Mesmerize. Yeah, I remember when Hypnotize
0: came out. Wait, Hypnotize is after that then? Yes. I yeah, I remember like when Hypnotize came out and like going to an HMV Mm -hmm. like as soon as it opened and being like And remember Is the new system of the Down here?
1: Mesmerize like the the, the physical C D copies slid into each other to make one big yeah. thing where you're like, Oh shit, it all matches. Yeah. Oh my god. Like it's fucking crazy. You don't see that shit anymore. Fucking physical CDs. It's,
0: <laughs> it's crazy how uh System has some really hard fast songs, but they have some really slow melodic stuff it's two too.
1: Fucking harmonies, man. Yeah, like that like, calms me down in a weird way, even on like the faster songs. I'm As like, you're listening to like, like just feels normal. It makes me go into a normal place, a, a simpler time of grade seven version. Warren, there's
0: like one song they have no that's problem. about like heroin that's on hypnotize.
1: He's like
0: heroin. Yeah, and I just remember being like, really liking the song, being like, oh, I hope I don't do heroin at some point <laughs> in my life.
1: I'm looking for some help. I need someone to save my ass. Um, but, 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 uh, Six, do you think WWE did right by Carmella with this SmackDown ladder match redo?
0: Yeah, for the most part. Yeah,
1: I'm not entirely convinced that they ever had another plan to go to anybody else. If they did, then yes, they absolutely did right by her. Um, Seven, who would win in a straight-up fight? The Talking Reckless crew or the Satpod crew? Satpod crew. And this does include having a Brando on each
0: side. Oh, I'd kill both Brandos. No, Brando.
1: Why would you kill the Brando on your team?
0: I got some beef. Dumbass. <laughs> I got to <heat> with
1: him. <laughs> um. Well, the Brandos, I think, would just cancel each other out. Okay. Because they'd just be blocking each other's moves. How many guys do they... Yeah, they
0: know each other and then eventually frame for frame. And then eventually,
1: they would both just get tired and or drunk enough that they would just... Or
0: they up. both know the one weakness of each other, and yeah. they both go for it at the same time. And
1: then they'd die.
0: Okay, uh, <laughs> who, who do they, they got? They a lot more
1: people on They got, like, Mad
0: Eads. Do
1: we get Boris? We got well, Okay, we got to get Boris.
0: Yeah, we get Boris. We got, the numbers are against we us.
1: We got old man strength. We get yeah. Colton Kelly, Yeah, too. we also get Colton Kelly. Oh, we win. We win. No, yeah, we no, win. No, no, it's not even close.
0: I've seen Colton Kelly laid into some people. <laughs> I've been laid into well, by would, the way. All
1: we need is Colton Kelly, really. We could just fucking you start it, and if you need any help, let us know. Do you ever
0: like <laughs> ha- talk on the playground and you're like, how many of like X grade? Like, oh I could beat up every kid in grade four at the same time. You know what, and you're in grade six or mm-hmm. something like Do you ever talk like that?
1: Uh yeah, we well, yeah, used yeah.
0: to. Yeah, not as much anymore. It's not going around I,
1: bragging about beating up for grade fours. But. I do
0: have moments where I'm near like a <laughs> high school or a junior high and I'm like, I could beat them up. I could take everybody here right now. Um, it's probably not a good thing. I can tell you right now that nobody
1: in the Talking Reckless podcast got stabbed and then chased away their attacker. Yeah. So,
0: I'm probably like I'm of the you, non-wrestler people we have on. You
1: and Mattia would be our our front runners. Yeah. And then I would. Come I'm a loose in cannon and sit on somebody if I needed to. We'd win.
0: Boris I'm, is pretty strong. He's got good like not just well, dad strength. Yeah. He's, he's he goes to the gym. He's pretty strong.
1: Yeah. I like it.
0: Yeah, I'm pretty win. sure we'd win. I I'm I'm honestly
1: sure. do. I would. I would say them if I thought they would win, but I think we would. We would do okay. Uh, eight. I love you guys. Not a question. Just the truth. Thanks, Aww. bud. Love you too, Dunk. Thanks, Duncan. Oh, look, his fucking sign off is in French. Excuse mm. me. Uh, plus ça change, plus c'est la même chose. Duncan at Brian Anderson, a little one instead of an eye. which of course means the more things change, the more they stay the
0: same. Oh, sometimes the flowers arrange themselves.
1: Don't rollerblade with nachos. No, I was gonna say nachos. I can't remember what it was. <laughs> uh, last email from Game Time Art. Subject line: Let's talk about you guys. Oh, great. Oh, I just farted. Good day, gentlemen.
0: Art follows me. He knows I'm going through shit. <laughs>
1: <laughs> As I haven't really watched most of any of this week, uh, this past week in wrestling, rather, I do not feel qualified to comment or ask about matters at, of the squared circle. Thus, my five email questions to you are of a non-wrestling nature. One. What movie that you know is bad and that you know you should feel bad for enjoying is a movie you do, in fact, enjoy the hell out of? I have one for this already. It is called Deep Blue Sea. God, I love that fucking movie.
0: Is that the surfing movie?
1: Nope. It's uh, older, like early 2000s, maybe even late 90s. Samuel L. Jackson's in it. Uh, LL Cool J's in it. They work at this uh, facility where they work on sharks, and one person gave them... Like crazy, in advanced brain wave or brain juice. Anyway, made them insanely smart, and they start to take down the sharks. Start to take down the facility oh. by sinking it, and they eat the people one by one. And they're just fighting to survive against these. Sh- it's so bad. I, I could sound so like I'd cheesy. Like that. You would. And if you're going to watch it, you fucking call me, and I'll come <laughs> where that you are. I'll watch Emily. Fair enough. Day well, or night. We'll have a couple of brews. And- it's a horrible film. LL Cool J has a moment. He's the chef. Right, Ella Cool J is the chef in this movie, and he has a moment where his pet parrot ends up getting eaten by the shark, and so he ends up hiding in his own oven, and turns it on, or it gets turned on by the shark. So he has to hatchet his way out. Ends up breaking out. The shark is still trying to get in the oven because it thinks he's in there. He pulls out his like Zippo lighter, and like Steel Face looks into the camera, goes you ate my bird and then throws the lighter and dives slow motion <laughs> so underwater so the camera's
0: like from the perspective of the shark
1: <laughs> and and he dives underwater as this oven explodes and the shark guts go it's fucking horrible but i love it
0: um i'm having trouble thinking of a movie that's bad because i like good movies and the movies that are bad that i like like maybe sleepaway camp you might be like scott sleepaway camp is a really low budget friday the 13th with zero jason like sure. um yeah. I can just name movies that are guilty pleasure movies that I like. Uh, Notebook is really good. I've actually never seen it. Love Notebook. Uh, It's really sad. It's really sad. Um, That's why I've never seen it. (laughs) Basketball.
1: Yeah. Uh, Um,
0: Some people think that's a really shitty movie, but I love basketball. I don't mind it. Um, I'm sure there's a bunch of trashy horror films that I like that are terrible. Sure.
1: All right, Uh, two, what songs make up your top three jams at this very moment?
0: Uh, Okay, All Night by Big Boy, Roses by Mm Outcast, and Not Now by blink 82. Those are like my three go-tos right Right. now.
1: Uh, What have I been listening to? I should pull up my Spotify for this so that I can accurately answer this question and not just make some shit up. Uh, Boneyards by Parkway Drive is number one right now. I've gotten really into them recently. Uh, number two would be Hollywood by He Is Legend, and number three is Fuck. I just had it and no, I forgot what it is. Oh, that fucking Mask Off song by Future. I hate myself for liking that song. And fucking Colton Kelly. Is that the Percocet song? Yes. I hate that song. It's so bad, but I don't know why it gets stuck in my head, and then I listen to it. I and normally, then I keep listening to it. When I drive, I know with- way too many of the words to that song.
0: When I drive Colton Kelly, I normally just let him play whatever he wants. Yeah, not that one. And though. I was like, no, we we got to change this man. Like, I hate this song.
1: Remember when we made you listen to Lil Dicky on the way to uh, uh, Onaway this year?
0: Yeah, but it, like, that's okay. I don't mind that. It was just weird. I just didn't know what I was getting into. Well,
1: and that one song is just like this narrative piece where he's yeah pillow talking song, which is great. Uh, Question number three, is a hot dog a sandwich? Absolutely not.
0: No. Nope. Sandwiches like this.
1: Yeah, and it it is... It's closer
0: to a taco, if you ask me.
1: You're right. You're right. A sandwich is completely enclosed in bread. It is not open-faced, where you put the condiments on. No, no, it's not a sandwich.
0: No, I would would definitely go with a hard no on that one.
1: Uh, Four, you're over at a friend's place, and they have already ordered pizza. Is there an ingredient that you would find on a pizza that is your deal-breaker and prevents you from enjoying some pizza? Anchovies, pineapple, peppers, to name a few examples.
0: Uh, I'm generally pretty easy going on that. I prefer olive, I guess black olive would be the only thing where I'm like, "Ah, I'm not doing this. It'd be behind my list too. I've never had anyone order anchovy and I grew up watching the Ninja Turtles commercial or not commercial, but cartoon. And they'd always talk about anchovies and I was like, okay. And then I've never like seen them on a pizza in person. I don't
1: even know of a place that makes anchovies on a pizza. Like I don't even know where you would go to get that.
0: You'd probably go to like some weird mom and pop pizza place.
1: Uh, olives would be up there for me, but I think it's peppers of any kind, even green or red or whatever. I can't, they just, all I can taste is pepper. Oh really? See, I fuck with
0: peppers. Hard. Spicy, green, red.
1: Can't do it. I can do a jalapeno like on nachos. Yeah. But on pizza, I just, that's all I can taste.
0: Sometimes a jalapeno on a pizza is very overpowering.
1: Same thing with pickles on burgers.
0: Oh, I love it. pickles on burgers. No,
1: all I can taste is the pickle. It ruins everything else. There's a see, there's a fine balance.
0: That's onion with me sometimes. But now, as I'm that. getting older, I love an onion. Oh, funny! But as a kid, onions are great. I'd be like, I don't want an onion. Listen, <laughs> I've been
1: known to have an onion sandwich a time or two before. All right, are you
0: fucking serious?
1: A little bit of bread, a little bit of butter, fucking slice up some onions, eat that some bitch.
0: That's gross.
1: It's more of a like campfire snack than it is.
0: It's like my brother grew up eating mustard sandwiches. <laughs> just
1: <laughs> just has mustard. mustard
0: on On yeah. bread. <laughs> we were like, Sean, we have other, st- like we have jam, no, no. we have sandwich no, meat. Oh no. Nope, just mustard.
1: <laughs> uh, question five. You have a lady friend over at your place and you have to make a meal to impress her. What are you going with? No ordering takeout is not an option.
0: Uh, if I have a barbecue present, I'm going to do ribs because I made some ribs tonight and they're pretty good.
1: Barbecue would be the easiest thing for me because I can't cook worth a yeah. shit.
0: Um, I could probably. See, I want to learn how to cook chicken, but I'm so scared that I'm going to fuck Actually,
1: it up. Actually, you know, I'm going to make pierogies. I know how to make pierogies from scratch. I could do that.
0: I could do pierogies. Um, what are other nice go-tos that I've done? I can make a mean set of breakfast. A set of breakfast? Yeah, like if you're really like a full breakfast for dinner. You ever have that?
1: Like you're talking like the full like Like eggs, I'm gonna make you some eggs, toast, some bacon, pancake. some toast, Man, right. maybe
0: a pancake, who knows? All right.
1: Sure. And uh and a hearty bowl of honey nut Cheerios, part of this complete breakfast. As the commercial says, right? You know it. All right. Um congrats on all your recent successes to all of you guys, Boris included, of course. Uh, if he's in fact listening.
0: What did he accomplish? Um stayed alive.
1: Oh, they had a very successful PWA show. He was a part of that.
0: No, yeah, okay, fair enough.
1: He was. He, yeah, I'm sure he's going gonna
0: be mad at me now.
1: Things happen. Uh, art, aka Game Time Art, aka fan of the best team in baseball. All right. Well, that's that's uh, Art. Uh, d- the the sad Pod does not condone the mm-hmm. views and actions of Game Time Art, and is not supportive of said
0: Houston Astros actions because I follow Art. I don't mind knowing more about the Winnipeg Jets. Like, I'm like, oh, cool, another
1: sure. Sure, I have always had a very soft spot in my heart for the Jets. Yeah,
0: like when they came back,
1: all that city had, and it got ripped away from them.
0: uh, The Blue Bombers. No,
1: no, that is all that city had. But (laughs) so when they came back, I was stoked because I'm like, that fan base deserves that fucking hockey team to come
0: back. So when Art tweets about that, I'm like, sure, whatever. And then he'll tweet about baseball, and I'm not a big baseball guy in general. That's
1: fair. Yeah. But the fucking how do you?
0: like, he how? picks weird teams.
1: Art, I would love you to tell us the backstory of how you became an Astros fan. What, what, how? What, how do you, how do you, how do you just go, Astros? That's my team. And maybe it's just like my story. The old man watched the Astros when he was growing up.
0: Maybe. That's why I like Saskatchewan Rough Riders and the Chicago Blackhawks. Like that's that was my I old like man's team. Yeah. And that's fair. I, if you give us that as an answer, fine. But sure. if- All out. I'd love if he was like, "Well, I was playing
1: I hit random on a- MLB 2007, yeah. <laughs> and that's the, the team that pick." Even that I'd probably be okay with. I wouldn't hate that answer. Um, okay, I went to the liberty of picking a pay-per-view because I forgot to ask you beforehand.
0: Oh, so. I had an answer, but don't worry.
1: I'll just hang on to it. Okay. I'll do it at some point. Uh, Breaking Point <laughs> 2009 is what we're going to do. Okay. Um, let's run through the card here. Uh, dark match between Evan Bourne and Chavo Guerrero went five minutes. Okay. I wonder if this is maybe even just before Evan Bourne debuted.
0: Yeah, this might be just getting him in front of live crowds. Yeah.
1: Uh, anyways, he beat uh, Chavo. So there you go. Uh, first match of the night Jarrah Show, Chris Jericho, and Big Show defeated uh, the world's strongest tag team consisting of MVP and Mark Henry to uh, defend their unified WWE tag team championships at 12 minutes and 13 seconds. But yeah, that was a fucking tremendous match. Uh Kofi Kingston defended his in uh sorry, United States Championship against The Miz. Okay. Still in the boom 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 phase. Uh The Legacy, Cody Rhodes and Ted DiBiase defeated DX in a submissions count anywhere match at 21 minutes and 40 seconds.
0: See, I never saw that like program live, but whenever they show clips of it on like network stuff, I'm like this does not look good. I would have probably hated this.
1: Yeah, you probably would have. Uh, Kane defeated you know, justifiably or uh, appropriately timed the great Khali with Ranjan Singh in a Singapore Kane match at Ooh. five minutes and 50 seconds. Five minutes. You had a gimmick match of a Singapore Kane and you still only could go five minutes. Also, how many times do you think? Jerry Lawler made a cane joke in there because it's Kane. He's
2: got it. the Kane. Ha ha.
1: Exactly. Uh, Christian defended his ECW championship against William Regal. Uh, that could have been good. Ezekiel Jackson and Vladimir Kozlov were banned from ringside.
0: That could have been good. That
1: was probably okay. Uh, John Cena defeated Randy Orton in an I quit match for the WWE championship. Had anyone interfered on Orton's behalf? He would have lost the championship. Okay. He was probably attacking John Cena's dad. And yet here we are. He's bitching about somebody doing the same thing. He's attacked
0: so many people's family. (laughs) What a
1: hypocrite. Uh, And then in the main event, CM Punk defended his World Heavyweight Championship in a submission match against The Undertaker. What? The Undertaker didn't tap out, did he? I don't know. I don't remember this match, and I feel like the Undertaker only tapped out a select amount of times. That have CM Punk, but wait, two thousand
0: nine, Punk would have been using like the key, not the key to clutch. What did he Anaconda call his? Device? Yeah, Anaconda Vice. I could see Taker tapping to that
1: immediately after the bell rang. Punk retreated outside. He had blah, blah 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 blah. Punk attacked Undertaker with a steel chair. They returned to the ring. Blah 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 blah. Undertaker eventually applied Hell's Gate, and Punk tapped out. However, Theodore Long interrupted the celebration by informing everyone that The Undertaker's submission, Hell's Gate, was banned by Vicky Guerrero. Long ordered the match to continue. When the bell rang, Punk immediately applied the Anaconda Vice, and the bell rang to signal the match was over, although The Undertaker did not submit.
0: So it was like a screw job finish? Yeah,
1: Vicky Guerrero didn't like The Undertaker. Oh. There
0: you go. Taker, screw, Taker, damn it. <laughs>
1: All right, so the song, which I don't remember using this, but again, this was in my dark zone, as I yeah, referred as to earlier. Uh, Still Unbroken by Leonard <laughs> So I Weird. I don't even know really what that song is, so we're going to listen to some fucking Skinnerd on the way out.
0: That's good, because that fits very well with my uh, my phrase.
1: Good. Uh, Satpaw360 at yahoo.com. If you want to send us an email, you can follow us at Sat Pod myself at the Diesel Barris. I'm
0: at Scottbox 64,
1: at Brando 1990, at BB Boris, at PWA Wrestling CA, at Talk Reckless Pod. Go listen to the Talking Reckless Podcast if you're a fan of video games and things of the like. They do good things and I think they still have not made the big announcement. If they have, then just go listen to a previous episode and it'll all be explained to you. Yeah. I don't want to ruin it and I have not heard from anybody that I'm allowed to talk about it, so
0: you can't say it here.
1: There's a big announcement that may or may not have happened already. You'll have to pull a Boris
0: and tell me after the show.
1: All right. Uh, Still Unbroken by Leonard Skinner. We'll be back with the new podcast next week. Scotty, get us the hell out of here.
0: Until next time, guys. Keep on dropping the end bomb on TV. Woo!